All right, we are live. Which episode is this? 21. Episode 21 with Adam Sosnick and a friend that we both know. Very yes. good friend of mine. Special we guest. go back many, many years. Byron Udell. Byron, thanks for joining us here on the podcast. Uh, Welcome happy to the show, to be here. Byron. Yes, for, for, for people that don't know who Byron Udell is. Byron runs an insurance company out of Chicago called AccuQuote. Yes? Am I saying it right? AccuQuote. And uh, yesterday we're having dinner at Chamberlain's. And this poor waitress, man, he's telling all these dad jokes. <laughs> and he, she was oh, loving it. Oh, yeah, like, she was loving kinda. it. She, so she, she comes in first, and um, who asked the question? Did you, I think you asked her the question. You said, let me ask you a question. Simple question. Yeah, are you more CNN or Fox? I didn't even say, yeah, are you more? She said, CNN, Fox. Fox. She says. She stood there for a while before she was. She looked at us. I said, listen, no matter what your answer is, we're going to give you 25% tip. She says, okay, that's good to know. She says. <laughs> I started, I grew up in a family with Fox, but yeah. I'm now CNN, right? And yeah. then that opened up a can of worms. It was wait, over she, from there. She said she, she, that we were her favorite table she's ever waited on. Yeah, that's... She's only been there two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but we're number one. It's the first girl you kiss. You're yeah. the best kisser I've ever met in my life. First kiss you know? of my life. So, and then, uh, and then you started telling some dad jokes, and then they shut down the restaurant. I mean, it was over <laughs> after that when they started telling some dad jokes. But anyways, Byron, uh, uh, I think it's fair to say you're a very successful business guy, living in a nice 12,000-square-foot house in Chicago. you got three properties in Colorado. You run a business with about 100 employees. You know, you're a 50 guy. You're one of those quiet, rich guys that no one knows that does things right. Lawyer, wife's a lawyer, son's a stud, kids are a stud. All, three, all two, you know, the, the Sam and Jake. Both superstars. Alex, yeah. yeah, so so we're sitting with a rock star here, and he's a very good friend of mine. Uh, uh, the, a fun fact about uh, Byron, you are the one that recommended me a book called Hypomanic Edge when we had dinner in Orlando once together. You said, yeah, this one book named Hypomanic Edge, and I fell in love with it, and you were disappointed that I fell in love with the book. No, no, not disappointed. I just, uh, it was interesting that I talked about that book because that book had just come into my life within the last year prior to that. And, and sitting next to you for a couple hours, I could tell that this book would relate to you because I could, your personality just, you know, you don't hide it. You're kind of wearing it on your sleeve. So I felt like uh, you might relate to this book and it might give you validation that some of the feelings that you might have been having that you were struggling with were okay. And that that was compatible with being a successful entrepreneur. So here's what's crazy. When he says some of the feelings, like the whole, uh, what is it, uh, hypo, hypomanic, yeah. you're, you're nonstop, you're yeah. going, you know, you're feeling right. like you people can't. Telling you, people telling you you're crazy, you're, 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 you're going to burn out, you got you to do work-life balance, and you're like, well, well, I don't understand this. And and that book explains that most successful entrepreneurs are hypomanic. So here's, here's the one part about hypomanic that you got. I want to read to everybody that you're reading, uh, if you're with us here. I think there was 20 qualities of somebody that's hypomanic, right? Is it 20 or, I don't remember. or some, some qualities? I got to read this to you and, and see if anybody listening to this relates to any one of these, okay? I hope I find this because it's a pretty sick piece. Uh, hang on one second. Hang on one second. Okay, he is filled with energy. He is... Let me find this. I know I'm like laughing. How long have you guys known each other? Has it been more than five years? How long has more it been? More than five Close to 10, I'm guessing. 10 years almost. Yeah, probably 10 years, but I got to read this to you. Hang on one second. You'll, you'll realize, if, if you're somebody listening to this and you're thinking maybe I'm hypomanic, this is what I read with the book. I got to find this. Adam, when you read this, I cannot believe I can't find it. I think right it's now. more like if, you read, if you're, you're thinking about it, you think there's something wrong with you. 
I mean, that's that's what the book's all about. It just gives people... Yeah, but it's a never-ending energy. You know, you're yeah. always feeling like, you know, you're 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 competing. Someone's after you. You know, it's it's some weird qualities he writes yeah. about. Well, he puts Clinton in there. He puts Andrew Jackson in there. Anyways, long story short, we got connected, and we are where we are today. If you're tuning in, today's going to be pretty jam-packed uh, podcast. A lot's happened. It's, I think it's fair to say a lot's happened. We have, we're have we a week away from election. One week right? away. One week away from election. Interesting which, year, for sure. Very interesting year. Amy Coney Barrett yesterday, right, sworn in. We'll talk about that. Trump on 60 Minutes, the single biggest event, you know, uh, uh, walk-off, sourced to 17 million viewers, most watched non-sports show on TV since Oscars. Just him walking off. Biden on 60 Minutes. Who else was it? We got, we got a lot of things. Quibi going out of business, saying they're, you know, throwing the towel after uh, six months of raising $1.8 billion. The Prop 22 in California court ruling with Lyft and Uber. You got Microsoft quietly prepares to avoid spotlight on their Biden because of how they're supporting him. You brought up a video of Simon Sinek that you want to talk about on selfishness that we may, we may uh, take a second on that there if we watch it together. Shopify stock climbed to an all-time high when they partnered with uh, Walmart. We'll talk about that. Blackstone Group bought this one self-storage company in a deal for $1.2 billion. Uh, Eddie Murphy's movie, maybe we'll touch, touch on that a little bit. What else we got here? Amy Coney, Jared Kushner says Trump's policies have helped address the black pra- Americans have been complaining about for some time. Cuomo, Biden, federal fracking, we'll talk about that as well. And I say we start off with Quibi. What do you say? I said we start off with Quibi. You've got some strong yeah. feelings Let's on Quibi. Let's start off with Quibi. Let's start off with Quibi. So for some of you guys that don't know about Quibi, I don't know if you're familiar with Quibi or not. Quibi is, we're talking about a little bit earlier, Quibi's like a competitor of, uh, 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 if you want to put that article up, Kai, that'd be great for us to look at the Quibi article. So they come out and they say they're going to compete with Netflix, with Hulu, with all of these guys. And their platform is to show 10-minute films on your phone because they believe the younger audience is going to watch movies more on their phone, right? So that's what they do. The, the founder is Katzenberg, who Katzenberg, if you know Katzenberg, he's got a ridiculous resume, $910 million guy. And he brings in Meg Whitman, you know Meg Whitman, she ran for Republican governor in the state of California. I think she spent $150 million to win it. She almost did, but she lost it. $5.1 billion, billion person who took eBay from $8 million to $32 billion. So they had a start, I mean, great lineup they had at Quibi, right? So they have the funding, investors, Sony, NBC, Warner, Time Warner, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, Alibaba. I mean, the list is a long list of people that came in and said, we believe. Stars galore. Stars galore, The Rock, Kevin Hart, LeBron James, J-Lo, uh, you name it. The list goes on. Oh, they had everybody. So, Pat, what happened with this group? They had all this backing. They had... All this star power, they had all the influence. Yeah. Six six months. Go. What happened? One point eight billion, by the way, if you think this. We're not talking about a lot of money, right? That's we're not a, talking about a little bit of money. It's a lot of money we're talking yeah. about. One point eight billion dollars. So what really happened? Here's a here's a couple things. If you read their quote, I, I don't know if you have the quote up or not, when they went out of business, the way Katzenberg put it that they went out of business, he just said it very simply, you know, uh, we've believed that this didn't oh there it is. And Wednesday letter, Mr. Katzenberg and Miss Whitman said there were one or two reasons for Quibi's failure. The idea behind Quibi either wasn't strong enough to justify standalone streaming service, or the service's launch in the middle of a pandemic was particularly ill-timed. So they're saying what? Either we had a bad idea, or it's because of pandemic, right? More, okay. li- more likely the former. 
meaning the pandemic. So you're thinking, no, the, no, he's the, saying a bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea is a bad idea. Okay, so bad idea is a bad idea. Okay, so let's go with both. Let's go with both. I let's have, go first. I have two with, questions with that. Let's go first with bad idea. Let's say it's a bad idea. Okay. So, so what's a bad idea? Bad idea is that people don't want to watch content, short films, you know, 10 minutes. They don't want to be entertained by that. I don't think it's a bad idea. Is it pandemic? You know, is it the fact that they came out at a bad time? I mean, Tiger King, Joe Exotic for a week was the most famous person in the world because his, you know, documentary, his video was watched. The Last Dance million. came out in March, April. It was the biggest thing. The Last thing. Dance yeah. came up. There's you been know. no throttling of your ability to get on your, no. your mobile device. Yeah, so there's no way the pandemic yeah. was affecting this. And I'm glad you were saying that. Yeah, I mean, no question about that. Yeah. But I, I do believe that a lot of people that are successful, once you reach some modicum of success, you begin to think you know what people want, and that's when it gets dangerous because you have to let the people tell you what they want. And this was a classic case of throwing a lot of money at something. They, were, you know, they, they got themselves all worked up and lathered up about it. I remind myself constantly in our marketing, hey, th we think this one's going to work. We're testing some web pages yeah. right now. Yeah. I said, look, before we test them, let's have everybody vote on it so we can show that you know, there's going to be differing opinions. But at the end of the day, the consumer decides which one they like better. And apparently this just didn't resonate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's one of the things that they talk about. But the other part of it is when, you, when they talk about Quibi is the fact that, so here's our audience. They want 18 to 34-year-old audience for who they're going after. We want customers that are 18 to 34, right? Yet they go get A-listers and pay them $100,000 a minute to advertise. They don't own any of their content. Very little of their content they own. It's purely a technology company that they sell themselves as, meaning we are a tech company. We're not necessarily a Netflix content creation company because what they had was, when you put the video there and you're watching it, you spin it, it was a real nice integration, how smooth it was, and so people loved it. And then, rather than going after these big YouTubers, like a Mr. Beast who's got 45 million subscribers, to bring a guy like that and say, hey, you know, why don't you come and join us and you know, give him some equity or do a partnership with guys like that, they went with the traditional A-listers is where they went, went after. And then next thing you know, 1.8 billion in six months, and then here's the other part. Why are you shutting down after six months? Like, how do you know this thing's not going to work out? You know how many changes Netflix had to make? Remember back in the days you got the discs yeah. from Net? They would just send you the DVD, and you send them back, they send you another one, and another one, and another one. How like old does that feel at this point? But what I'm trying to tell you is they recreated themselves multiple times, and Quibi's just like, nope, we're done. So they're giving $350 million back to their investors, and they're shutting it down. So you must have a strong opinion as to what the hell happened here, because in my opinion... I don't think they had a bad idea. That was A. That's that was the former. Yeah. And and launching anything digital on your phone while people are sitting at home during a pandemic can't be a bad idea. Right? Is it too much competition in the marketplace? Is it a bad business model? What do you think actually happened with this group? Did they put too much money into these A-listers and not to the C-listers who could they could have got cheaper? What the hell happened? If you're going after 18 to 34-year-olds, why don't you go get the 18 to 34-year-olds audience? Get some TikTokers on. What are you doing getting the 47-year-olds and the 50-year-olds? The 18 to 34-year-olds follow that TikTokers that's got 15 million followers that you and I have no clue who she is. Mm -hmm. Go get her. 18 to 34-year-olds follow the Instagram girl or guy that's got 22 million followers that you and I may not know about. Go get him or her. Right? Go get the YouTuber that's got 29 million subscribers. Do you have you ever watched Mr. Beast? I did. I have. Yeah. Which one have you watched of Mr. Beast? He gave away like cars the other day. Okay, this he guy gave, just gives away cars like it's raining. Perfect. He gives yeah. away cars. Okay. Or what's the other guy's name? The other guy named uh, 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 
David, he's the guy with the Borat. Is that who the Borat guy is? You want to play the video what this guy just did? Here's how they just launched oh, yeah. Borat together. Oh, that was awesome. David Dobrik. Yeah, yeah uh, this is how they launched Borat's movie. It's got 8.5 million views, okay? These are young marketing geniuses, okay? They could have gone to guys like this because these are the audience. They, they have the audience you want. Click on it to see what these guys do. Look at this. I'm going to bring you guys here today Watch to introduce this. you guys to one of my friends. Okay. He flew in all the way from Kazakhstan. Borat? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I'm <lying>. Hello? Oh? <laughs> Hi! Oh, no! no! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Back it up! Back it up! Back it up! Back it up! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! You got it! Hey. Hey, listen, I, um... Yeah, I will get this. No, no, I will I get this. You buy okay. a cheap car, the $150,000 card they, they hit, eight and a half million views. Okay, that eight and a half million views already paid for the door. That's six, that was six and a half million on Saturday. That was six and a half million on Saturday. You're, you're making somewhere between 10 or 15 grand per million views. So you figure what's, what's that right there. So eighty to $120,000 was paid by that video just to do an integration. Borat got plenty of marketing for his yeah. movie. This is genius. Did you hear what he says about the price of the car? Yeah, he says, keep playing, keep playing it, Kai. It's not cheap, it's expensive. No, this is an expensive car? Yeah, look how... This expensive car, this costs over $300. This is $150,000. $100... What? What? The guy is ridiculous how capable he is. He's ridiculous how capable he is. Incredibly talented. But the point is, you know, I think half the battle with Quibi, Adam, if you ask me, is they threw in the towel too early. They threw in the towel too early. They listened to the wrong people. There was this article written about it that they said, if you went to the Quibi headquarters, it was so cocky, so arrogant. It was like, you know, everything about them was that they're better than everybody else and they're going to take over the marketplace. And there wasn't a cool feeling about them. There was this, we're above everybody. We're going to, like, they already made it. It was that kind of a feeling that they had at their headquarters. We've already made it, like, sexy headquarters that already set up, spent a lot of money on it. So, you know, again, for me, the biggest thing with Quibi, if you think about it, is, they simply threw in the towel way too early. When we started the business, like I started the business, we had to change a million times. We tested a million different things that didn't work until, boom, something clicked. I think it's too early, and they could have competed uh, with the marketplace. I, uh, uh, I, I, I wish it would have stuck around a little longer. Yeah, I talk to my son about this all the time and was, as it relates to the, he's in the music business. Yeah. And uh, in the old days, back when we were kids, uh, a record label would sign an artist that had some talent, and then they would promote that they'd get it played on radio, all that payola stuff, and you didn't have a need. The, the audience didn't decide what the hits were. The record labels decided what was going to be popular, and that's how it worked, and today it doesn't work that way. The record labels just can't force content down anybody, and people can go out and become popular without the, the, the assistance of all that promotion because it's, it's much more organic, and if you get cocky and you think you can actually jam stuff down people's throats, it doesn't work that way. It's much more transparent. It's much more real today. And so they obviously missed. And you said they gave back $350 million yeah. to the investors. So apparently there was a lot of people in on that decision to say, you know what, we're going in the wrong direction. We don't want to waste the last 350 And we're not sure we're going to be able to raise more if we lose $1.8 billion. And so, you know, who, is, who are we? I mean, we don't, we're not inside their boardroom. We don't have all the facts they have. We can speculate there, as to there why. Is, there is one thing that we can't speculate. There's a big lawsuit going on right now with them. Uh, what was that one company that sued them? Echo? Echo? E-C-K-O? Some name like that? 
they were the ones that made the technology that would go smooth. Yeah. And so they presented that technology to them with Katzenberg in the room, and they went ahead and did it themselves. And Echo, the company that sued them, uh, 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 is Echo. They're a EKO. They're a very well-funded company with powerful names. So if they sue you, it's not a small lawsuit. They're coming after you to, to, to get exactly what they want. So some are saying that could be that reason, why they just kind of don't want to go play ball because the lawsuit can make it really ugly. You're right. We don't know about it, and we're speculating, but that's why we have a podcast. We sit here speculating about that's everybody's we lives. Do. You know what I mean? Pat, would you unpack something for me? We obviously know if this, if this company would have been successful, it would have started to make money and gener- generate revenue. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What happens on the flip side? A company doesn't work. Would you, you guys are both founders, CEOs of your companies. What happens when in the boardroom when they the guys we we're gonna have to shut down we're gonna have to do this we're gonna have to give money back to investors walk me through that conversation I haven't had that conversation so well good that's a good thing but <laughs> but imagine if you did like how, how does that conversation sound like like well, what happens to this when company? you raise one point eight billion you don't control fifty one percent the company mm-hmm. when you don't control fifty one percent the company there you don't make the decision it's a vote. So there is no one person. One person in the room could have been like, no, I think we can make this work, and the other three are voting against you. It doesn't matter what you think. Okay. It's a different environment because you went and raised $1.8 billion. What you, do you own? Who has the say? What do you think? When you raise $1.8 billion, now the money people tell you what to do. And anytime money people are telling you what to do, they're not in the business. They're not in it on a daily basis to know what's going on, who's working, who's not working, who's excited, who's not excited. You don't see any of that stuff. So it's a different it's a big difference between that and having a small business owner that mm-hmm. goes and raises his own money with a half a million dollars. They start a business. They control 100% of it. Eventually, they give up 5, 10, 15, 20%, and they can still make that decision themselves, not in a situation like this. These are venture I, I, capitalists, oh, angel investors. Who are these people that are making the these decisions? These guys are not angel investors. There is no angel in there, probably no angels in there. These are people that have money. These are people that are coming in saying, I'll give you $100 million. I'll give you $50 million. Yeah, they I'll made, give you $300 million. They made million. big bets. But I've yeah. talked to small business owners that have raised and given up even 5 10 15 20%. And I said, why do you worry about what the investors think when you have 80%? He says, you don't understand. They have hooks. They have they have things where they, yeah. can, they can just get – they can muck up the works and they can get in the way even though they don't have control. So it's not like, hey, just keep 51% and you call all the shots. It doesn't work that way. You're right, but there's an element of it. Well, I tell you for myself, I'm the majority owner where I'm at, mm-hmm. right? But I agree to the certain uh, hooks that mm-hmm. they put in, right? Certain mm-hmm. wording that they put in where, hey, anytime you're going to spend anything about $500,000 check on one thing, call us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I'm if I'm going to do something at an event and it's going to cost me $3 million, I got to call them. If I'm investing to a technology that's going to cost me $2.5 million, I got to call them on anything above a half a million dollars because we're dealing with their $10 million, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to go and get the approval there. But for the most part, if you get the right money, people, they'll leave you alone if you're growing. We've grown 50% every year for God knows how many years now. So to them, they're like, listen, keep doing what you're doing. Monthly card that we do, we're good to go. Quarterly call that we have and we get together, we're good to go. So as long as you're bringing in return, right. they don't bother but in you. in this case, they didn't. And so in this the, case, they, all got, of a sudden, they got 930,000 initial free subscribers that they did. Okay? Here's a number. I think it's 910,000 subscribers. Right off the bat, Quibi app was number three the day it came out. It was the number three most downloaded app the day it came out. Wow. After a couple of weeks, it's not even the top 50. Do you know how did that 910,000, how many of them subscribe to $4.99 a month with Quibi a month later? Do you know how many of them? 93% dropped off. Only 72,000 subscribed. Only 72, they're like, nah, I'm not in it. 72,000 said yeah. I'm in. The other 800-some thousand, they said I'm out. So 
There is, there is there is an element of fatigue in terms of, hey, I've got Netflix, I've got yeah. I've got all these, i got Hulu. There's got, so much shit But guys, there, I disagree. Know? I totally yeah. disagree. And this is why this is good to have this kind of a podcast. I disagree. Here's why I disagree. Do you have Netflix? I do. When did you buy it? Oh, man. I can't remember. A long time ago, over you, 10 years ago. But what caused you to get Netflix? Uh, they just had the service I wanted. I mean, it was perfect. But why? Why did you get it? Was there a show that you hooked you? Can you remember? Because I remember, do you have Netflix? Uh, not anymore. No, actually, I, I was actually on the original with the CDs, and what I you wanted, were on the CDs. What I wanted to do was I wanted to have these movies available to me, so I'd, I'd, I'd get the CD, I'd burn it down, yeah. I'd, I'd have it with me when I when I was traveling, I'd put yeah. it on my laptop, yeah. and and I could watch a movie on my laptop, mm -hmm. and I I'd get them, I'd I'd burn them, I'd send them back, whatever, whether that was legal or not legal, I don't know, and uh, at the end of the day, I ended up just sort of morphing into their their streaming. Platform. How about yourself, Adam? And I you, do remember their very, very first, the first, I don't know if you know this, the first original content. You know what it was on Netflix? House of Cards? No. What's what's the original content? Lilyhammer. Did you see Lilyhammer? No. Mm -hmm. Any of you guys seen Lilyhammer? Kai, uh, Sopranos guy? I've heard about you it. You Sopranos guy? No. No. If you're not a Sopranos guy, you wouldn't Hummer. want. So, so yeah. but, but there you go. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Lilyhammer got you. Well, okay. I mean, it certainly was, wow, these people are serious. They must have got the people that That's were creating point, original though. content on HBO or whatever. Okay. Are yeah. you on Netflix? So I had Netflix, but now I can't. But here's my point with the whole, you say that the, you don't think it's a competition thing. So they do. No. It, it has to be at least some percentage of competition sure. thing. Why is it a competition thing? I'll tell you why. Do you have Amazon Prime? I do now. Do you have Amazon Prime? I got okay, Amazon Prime for one you reason. you have Hulu? I don't. You have Disney I Plus? I don't. Okay, you have YouTube TV? No. Yes. HBO Max? No. Sling no, TV, Crunchyroll, no. Apple TV, Twitch, Sony Crackle. The list goes on and on and on. I can keep going. So, yes, there there are some obviously some issues with their business model. Yeah. For sure. This is a perfect time for the okay. legendary question. What's, What's your, your point? point? <laughs> your point is you're saying that it's not competition. Yeah. In in my opinion, there has to be some element of competition because you can't have yeah. 12 different things on your uh, that you're going to yeah. be watching. Listen, for me... You, how many things... Okay, let's just finalize this. Yeah. How many do you have? You have Netflix. You have yeah. Amazon Prime. Yeah. You've got Disney Plus for your kids. Okay. What else do you have? But but think, think about everything you're saying right there. Yeah. Why do I have them? The question isn't if I have them or not. Why do I have them? You have them because you, you want them. Do, do you know why I have Amazon? Do you know why I have Amazon? Does Ask me why I have Does Amazon. It? You know why I have Amazon. Yeah. Why? Because you, you wanted to watch Shia LaBeouf's movie. The, Honey Boy. Yeah. I wanted to watch Honey Boy. I'm a diehard Shia LaBeouf fan. Okay. So Honey Boy is a story about him and his father. So I wanted to watch Shia LaBeouf. He makes this movie about his life with his father. And he, in a sit down with Jimmy Kimmel, says, I made this movie to uh, uh, be by my father. And I had my dad. I said, Dad, please watch this movie. He had his dad watch the movie with one uh, 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 agreement that he made with his dad. I want to watch you on FaceTime. You watch the movie. I just want to see your facial reactions. So he makes the movie, all these scenes about his dad, and he watches his dad's reaction the entire time. You know what I do? I go by Amazon. I haven't canceled this since. I've never watched anything else except for Honey Boy just because of Shia LaBeouf. I got Netflix because of House of Cards. I have Disney Plus because of kids. I don't have Hulu because no show's got me on Hulu yet. Mm -hmm. And so the point I'm trying to make to you is I agree there's a lot of competition. Don't forget, Google is the number 14 search engine ever to come out. Mm -hmm. That means before Google, there was 13 others. So what do you mean there's competition? Of course there's going to be competition. Amazon came out while there was millions of Sears, Costco, you know, Sam's Club, you know, Kmart, all this. And then Amazon comes in, they're killing everybody. 
Well, that, took a while though. But that's from '94. <laughs> the point is, the point is, they didn't throw in the towel. I think in a situation like this, there's one part about what he said that I agree with. One part of what he said that I agree with it was the first comment you made, and the comment was, "Sometimes when you win, you think you'll win in everything, and you can't." Just because you were a great basketball player, your name is Michael Jordan, doesn't mean you're going to be a great owner. Mm-hmm. Just because you were a great basketball player, Magic Johnson, doesn't mean you're going to make a good coach. Well, I thought you were going somewhere totally well, else. Especially when, no. it, when it comes no. to trying to anticipate yeah. what consumers are going to do and how they're going to react to your product. Okay, You just don't know. You think you know. Yeah. The more success you have, the more you think you know. Um, and when By the way, how, just, how many of you here that are watching this, how many of you here that are watching this actually subscribe to Quibi? I'd be so curious. How many of you that are watching this right now Actually, subscribe to Quibi. Comment below if you actually subscribe to Quibi. Go ahead. You know where I thought you were going with that when you went to basketball reference is tell me before you know this quote. Sometimes when you think you win, you really lose. But sometimes when you lose, you really win. But sometimes when you win, it's actually a tie. No? That's where I thought you were going with this. That's that? White men can't jump. White Rosie Perez. Okay. So, Billy, you're so stupid. You've read scientific advertising, Claude Hopkins. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's it right there. I yeah. mean, just read the book. It's... 50 pages. It's a very short book. Yeah. Everybody that's trying to market anything, trying to sell anything, you got to read that book. You just have to, I mean, you, you have to let 1. the consumer decide. $1.8 billion dollars down the drain. It's a lot so of here's money. the $1.8 yeah. billion dollar question. Bottom yes. line is, did you have Quibi? No. Why didn't you have Quibi? Because they're not uh, targeting somebody like me and a show didn't catch my attention. Nobody came to me selling me, telling me, hey, go watch this show. It's amazing. No one did that to me. But, but if, if there so, was a show, you would have got it. If Mario would have came and said, Pat, I'm telling you, you're going to love okay. this show. Subscribe. I would have gone like, okay, it's pretty cool. And did, did you have a quote? You never heard of Quibi. I didn't hear about okay, it until so this morning. Another point, another question. How many is an acceptable amount of streaming services to have? Three? Okay, so check this out. Five? There's no magic seven? Number. Check this out. If, if somebody has a... five, seven of these, dude, get oh a life. Like, God. cancel subscription. Look, look at this, more like Netflix look at this, by the way. Yeah. Look at this, by the way. Look at this, by the way. So I ask, how many of you guys have subscribed to Quibi, okay? No, not me. Never. No. Never heard of it before. Okay. Yeah, exactly. No. Nope. Hell no. Nope. Not me. No. No. Not me. No. 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 Nothing good. Never heard about it. Never heard about it. No. 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 Nope. No. 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 It's a bunch of no. And some people that are even pissed off that we're talking about Quibi. Okay. Watch this here. Watch this here. Except a guy I'm gonna named give Patrick you the, prepaid for two years. I'm gonna He's gonna better get that money. Did he really? I'm gonna money, give yeah. you the craziest stat here. The craziest stat. They advertised during Oscars. And they advertised during Super Bowl. They did a five and a half million dollar commercial during Super Bowl for Quibi. Afterwards, seventy percent of responders, when they did their review on Quibi, you know what they thought Quibi was? They right. thought it was a food delivering service. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get some Quibi over here. I'm That's sorry. So terrible. Anyway, let's move on because yep. Quibi, they, they got their asses. Right. So rest in peace, Quibi. Rest in peace, Quibi. Uh, for those of you that uh, want us to talk more about Quibi, like if it's one of you guys out there, the rest of you guys are ready to move on. Okay, how about we talk about one of the most important events that took place yesterday with Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett got yeah. sworn in, and she's locked in as a third Supreme Court Justice, 48 years old, first time a woman who's got kids going to school. She's got seven kids, but she's the first woman ever to have kids that are not out of school, to go to school, and she's now part of the Supreme Court Justice, and she got sworn in yesterday. So what are your thoughts on this? Pre-election. Uh, she, she, she was, she's got an incredible, incredible resume. Yeah. She conducted herself. In, she couldn't have done any better in those hearings, and... I think she's going to make everyone proud, even the people that are pissed about her getting in. Adam. Yeah, obviously, initially when she was nominated, um, there was a part of me that was like, this is not fair. 
Uh, what happened? Thirty-five with... yard line again. There, there we go. go. This... Maybe he's on the thirty so, now. But I'm going to go somewhere with this. But I'm going to go somewhere. With... Come with me now. Okay. Come with me now. Initially, because what happened, you know, under Obama's um, nominee Merrick Garland, there was a precedent set that in the in an election year, you can't nominate a Supreme Court justice. I'm not getting political here. I'm just letting you know what happened in 2016. There we go. There we, go. we obviously saw what happened with uh, Neil Gorsuch. He yep. got. Um, Selected the Supreme Court, and then our friend, the guy that likes to drink beer, what was his name? Brett Kavanaugh. There's nothing wrong with beer. I like to have a oh beer. Oh, my like, gosh. Did you actually I'm, make that comment? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm going That's somewhere why they call you Soy this. Boy. There we go. Give me a glass of soy milk. We'll have some fun and some beer. But here's my point with her. The left, or you lefties out there, set her up to be some monster. We're going to have this conservative was, on the Supreme Court. Set. We can't have this happen. This is it's going to tip, gonna tip the court. Work. So then she shows up and she gets grilled by the Senate, uh, the Democrats. And here's this lady who's poised, diplomatic, smart, professional, doesn't necessarily commit to any particular answers, very diplomatic. None of them do. They're not supposed to. Fair enough. And, and this is sort of the problem with the left. And I was going somewhere with this is that not everybody's a crazy monster. You can't make a every person, oh, this is going to tip the court. This is every conservative. This is going to ruin this. Roe versus Wade, the health, Obamacare, the ACA, it's all going down. Here's a person, by all accounts, is doing everything the right way. And what she said yesterday was actually extremely professional. She said, I'm not going to let my own opinions get in the way of doing my job. And that's all you need is someone on the Supreme Court. Because you know, in case you people out there don't know, Supreme Court is for how long? For life. 30 years. 40 years. For life, yeah. baby. Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg made, made it to almost 90. So, in my opinion, you know, it was the, the, the opinion on her was sort of a house of cards. She was built up to be this Listen. evildoer, but by all accounts, giving you complete down-the-middle opinion seems very fair, very neutral, and let's she's see how gonna, good of a she's job she's going to interpret do. the Constitution like you're supposed to. When when Obama was president and he first got elected and he started doing things the way he wanted to do them, he was uh, a bit arrogant in saying, hey, look, elections have consequences. Okay, mm -hmm. The election of uh, putting the Republicans in charge of the Senate, that has consequences. And this is one of them. Uh, when Obama put in uh, Sotomayor and Kagan, these are hardcore left judges. They mm -hmm. vote left every single time on every single issue. They it's not about interpreting the Constitution. They just want to change the, the laws to fit their worldview. Uh, were Republicans happy about it? Were conservatives happy about that? Of course they were not happy about it. But, mm -hmm. hey, you know what? Elections have consequences. He was able to put his judges in. Had Hillary been elected, what is going on? Had Hillary been elected we would have had three more left judges. And they would have not said, oh, my God, this is horrible. It's, it's seven to three or, or, or I'm sorry, it's, it's uh, uh, six to three. Uh, mm -hmm. or, or, or seven to two or whatever, they would have been fine with that. Republicans would have been pissed. Whether they would have behaved like children, I don't think so. I mean, you look at Maisie Hirono when she's interviewing Amy Coney Barrett in these hearings. I mean, these are, these are high-level hearings. This is the whole mm -hmm. country's watching this. And she's asking Amy Coney Barrett, have you ever been, have you ever been charged? What is that sound, guys? It's his headphones, the cable. Who, which ever, one? Whose is it? Is it uh, Byron? It's on your... It's on your there we go. Has, has it ever been, have you ever been accused of sexual harassment? Have you yeah. ever, have you ever, you know, it, it's ridiculous that she's asking. But if you're going to ask these questions, now's the time. I no. know, but it's a ridiculous question. It's like, when did you stop beating your wife question? It's ridiculous. I mean, ask questions that matter. This is, I mean, obviously this woman had no skeletons in her closet. 
I mean, did Maisie Hirono expect her to say, yeah, I've been accused of sexual harassment numerous times? And mm -hmm. I mean, come on. It's just ridiculous. I have a feeling that you're going to like this lady, but what are your thoughts on this? Can we Barry? find out what's going on here, guys? Yeah, I mean, of course, uh, uh, you know, a couple things I will say about this. Uh, it's just mute them for a second uh, uh, while we can figure out what's going on over here. So he, he, here's what I would say with Amy. Okay, so here's what I would say about Amy Coney Barrett. So number Still one, the, the, is it on my end? Is it, I don't think it's on my end. Check now. Check now to see can you can. All right. So he, here's 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 what people have to realize. Still going. It's not moving right now. We're not moving, guys. Just so you know, we're not like moving, doing anything. So I'm I'm staying put right now to make sure nothing happens. So I mean, that, that try not to move a lot and try not to touch any of this stuff for now. So this is what I would say about Amy Coney Barrett. Is it yeah. Byron? Okay. So Byron. Plug it in and plug it out and see what happens. So here's here's what I would say about Amy Coney Barrett. This is what I would say, okay? So the, the part people have to realize is whether Trump gets elected or not, forget about Trump getting elected. Say he doesn't, say Biden gets elected. Say Biden gets elected, it's not Trump regardless of it, right? This is 6-3. And if you look at the timeline, okay, look at the timeline of how long these justices stay in, right? The highest one is William O. Douglas. He stayed in for 13,358 days. Each year has 365 days. If you do 365 times 10, it's what? No, it's 3,600. This is nearly 40 years these guys stayed in. Right? We're not talking a little bit of time. By the way, there's nearly 22 that have stayed in more than 10,000 days. That's more than 30 mm -hmm. years they stayed in. Clarence Thomas got in October 23rd of 91. October 23rd of 91 till today. What is October 23rd of 91? That's how many years ago? 29 years ago, he's still in, right? As a matter of fact, he swore in, uh, swore in yesterday when they were doing the entire thing. So if you look at the list here and you go through them, even a John Paul Stevens, right? John Paul Stevens got sworn in December 1975. You know when he left? June 29, 2010. 75 to 2010. 75, I wasn't born yet. You weren't born yet. 2010 is just 10 years ago. This is a long time for them to be put in. Uh, if, if Do we I'm, know the average amount of time? Uh, you can't really do the average amount of time, but if you look at the list here, here's mm -hmm. what you're seeing. This is the list, okay, how much they stayed in. All these guys are in the 10,000 club. These are the seventh. This is 20 years right here. If you look at anything right. here is 20 years, 40 of them is 20 years, and we've had 115 well, of them. There, okay? Yeah, there's certainly a a move on the part of presidents to pick judges that fit their ideology, yeah. but also are going to last a long time. You look at Sotomayor and Kagan, these are young women yes. when they were put on, right. and they're going to be on a long time long as well, time. Yeah. a very long time. I mean, when you think back to that that Thomas hearing, that was another disgrace. Um, do you remember any disgrace when, when RBG was, was nominated? No. I don't remember anything. Do you no. remember a disgrace where the Republicans uh, were, was... But the, are you were, surprised, were, though? Were the, no, because there's well no i'm not surprised yeah, it's just the I'm way they surprised. behave it's just the way um when the left doesn't get their way they just here's a question like children here's a question though here's a question though kai if you want to pull up the 60 minutes interview sure. with byron udell if you want to uh, uh put it on he, he they have it he doesn't even have it don't worry about it if you pull up the 60 minutes with uh with uh 
By, uh, with Byron Udell. 60 Minutes with Biden. <laughs> Go pull up the 60 Minutes with Biden, not Byron So I'm not going to be able to hear this time. No, no, no. Okay, so check this out. So this is actually a good question they asked him. So watch this. Here's his answer on packing a court. Okay, if you want to press play, Together, raise the volume. National Commission of Bipartisan Commission. Can you hear it or no? I scholars, can't hear it. So he's got to be able to hear it. scholars, so, Democrats, Republicans, liberals. Some headphones, if not the crackly ones. And I will uh, ask them to over... Uh, 180 days, come back to me. Go, go back to the beginning. Go back to the beginning so he can hear it as well. All right, let's see what this does here. I don't hear any static now, but play it. If elected, what I will do is I'll put together a oh, national yeah. commission of Listen, bipartisan Speed it up to 1.5, guys. Scholars, constitutional scholars, Democrats, Republicans, liberal, conservative. And I will uh, ask them to over a... 180 days, come back to me with recommendations as to how... So this is to, what he's uh, saying. Scholars, left and right, right, come back to me um, within 180 days of recommendations. Have you heard that script? I've heard it now 10 times. Yeah. Scholars have debated, and I've looked to see what recommendations that commission might make. So you're telling us you're going to study this issue about whether to pack the court? No, whether there's a number of alternatives that are go well beyond packing. This is a live ball. Oh, it is a live ball. No, it is a live ball. We're going to have to do that. And you're going to find... We're going to have to do that. Okay. ...as well. The last thing we need to do is turn the Supreme Court into just a political football. Whoever has the most votes gets whatever they want. Presidents come and go. Supreme Court justices stay. He's right about that. 100% right. So pause it. Okay. So if you want to pause it. So here's, here's what I noticed. Even the left and the right says that the left didn't go after her hardcore the way they did against Kavanaugh. Okay. They didn't. Mm -hmm. So... Their strategy, no way in the world. No, not like Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh was a, this, the worst ever, H had right? Had she been a male, they would have. Disgrazia. This just tells you great choice for Trump on who he picked. Let's just give him credit, the fact that he chose somebody that you're going to have a hard time going after somebody like this. Seven kids, she's adopted, you know, good life, she's done the right things, you know, so he chose the right person. But here's the problem. What happens when somebody stays quiet for too long? If an enemy is quiet for too long, what do you think about? They got something up their they sleeves. They got something up their sleeves. That's all I'm going to tell you. Meaning, if they're this quiet and they're not even bringing us up and Biden wins, get ready. Get ready to see what happens because everything is, you know what 6-3 is? I don't know, man. 6-3 is like... Yeah, it is, but understand that, that they're not... I mean, yes, the three are absolutely going to vote the way you know they're going to vote. The six are not guaranteed. Let me ask you a question. Out of the six, you think four are going to go right every single time? Uh, At most least of the, four? Yeah, yeah so most what do you mean? So it's 4-3. I know, but it's not 6-3. It doesn't matter. An, but you need four th to be three. Yeah. So you need four to be three. I got six of them. Chances are out of the six. At least no, four of them are going to go. It doesn't work that way. If, if you got four... And the other two vote with the three, then you got five four on the left. So, so, so and, they, need, and they've done it. So I mean, they need they've five. Shown so they it, they've one, shown they're trying to. So be they need objective. one to say no to do five four. They need one to say no to do right. five four. And understand that that this whole thing, this is a this is a cat and mouse game. RBG was up in years. RBG could have resigned during Byron, Obama's term. you're making this seem a lot looser than it is. You're no, talking about the conservatives has six, left has three. And would anybody be complaining if it was the other way around? No, I'm not. I'm not complaining or anything. Yeah. What I'm trying to tell you is this is a massive victory it for is. conservatives. It is. But understand, there's a lot of people that had a, that had a, a say in this. RBG had a say in this. She could have resigned you, in, in, what, the, in the sixth year saying, of Obama's terms. Nobody's disagreeing with what you're saying. If the left had it that way, they would have done a heartbeat and said the same lines that you're giving up right now. It, you know, yeah, elections just, have consequences. Yeah. All I'm saying to you is, do you really think the left is going to sit there and not do anything about it? No, they're going to 
play the way they play. What do you think they're going to do about it? They're going to pack the court. You think they're going to they pack elected, the court? Yes, they're going to pack What's the court. What's the chances of them packing the court, in your opinion? 80%. 80%. If you're watching this right now and you're following this story with Amy, what do you think's the chances of the left packing the court? What are your thoughts? If you're watching this right now, what are your thoughts? If Biden gets elected, if Biden gets elected, well, they've come up with some excuse, and the excuse to pack the court. The excuse will be some sort of diversity play. Exactly. I already Guaranteed. heard Kamala Harris say that, by the way, in, in the debate yeah. with Pence. I don't know if you caught that. Go so ahead. So when you talk about packing the court, you know, number one, this is quite frankly a term that I've never even heard of until about six months ago. Is this something you've heard before? Because uh, it hasn't been done in 150 no. No. years. No. no. So you, people are acting like they're going to pack the court. They're going to pack the court. Oh my God! The court packing. Buddy, and, nobody's and even brought this up ever. And then Kamala tries to yeah. redefine what packing the court means in, True. Her, in her vice presidential debate. She says, well, you know, let's talk, you want to talk about packing the court? Let's talk about packing the court. You appointed 50 justice, or judges, and none of them were black. Or, or yeah. Come on, it's not packing the court. It's not that she laughed. That's her telltale that's sign just for pointing, potentially lying. Yeah. So... I mean, packing the court means increasing the number of justices. Okay, wow. so most here's... People, just so you know, most people are saying 90%, 100%, 1 million well, percent. Well, most people don't know. So most people saying 100%, a million percent, like, they don't know that. That's their opinion. Congrats, Mazel Tov. That's your opinion. But the Volvo guy said 10,000%. Okay, well, if he said 10,000%, random... Uh, uh, don't ever... By the way, yes. Sid Chawa says 1% they're going to pack okay. the court. Okay, well, Sid Chawa also doesn't know what's going on in... Uh, well, they're, they're court packer they, they one two four seven says, no, uh, 10, says a trillion percent. Go ahead. Well, then Luke must be right. I mean, because so Luke us. said it. Where are so you? So, if you're thinking about packing the court, what does that mean? One extra justice? Justice? No, no, no. no. Does that no. mean two three, extra four, justices? Five, no. five extra justices? Does that mean five extra yes. justices? Yeah, three to five. That extra seems to be justices. highly aggressive, even to put one extra, because it's been nine for how many years? A long time. But it's the not answer to that is 150 years. So if you add one more than nine, and you make it ten, it's not going to make it ten. You just let him just number. come with me here. You put one more, you haven't done that in 150 years. You put two more, they've never done that, right? So this is this is some serious I stuff. I find here. the strategy interesting how they're trying to shroud or not exactly say what they're going to do because their base wants them to pack the court, and so if they they're afraid There's to say no they're afraid to say they're going to pack the There's court. There's no question about it. Right, but they're afraid to say that. Why are they afraid to say that? It, it may well, help them. It Joe Biden did say that he's going to. Before uh, the election, yeah, which is one week away, by the way, who has, whoever's yeah, living under a rock said he'd give this answer. So we'll see what he says. The going on now. I mean, a third of the people that are Correct, going to vote have Correct, but I mean, before Tuesday, so a week from Tuesday. Guys, make sure you get out there and vote. If nobody could vote till Tuesday. That would be before the election. But, but the election's already started. People have been voting were, for a Were you now. going somewhere? Were you, you, are you saying that the fact that 150 years we've been at nine, there's no way in the world they're going to pack no, the No, I'm just saying people are so convinced. Everyone who's 100%, 100%. No, I don't. I'm like not. at least Byron says, I think it's 80%. Okay, that's a high likelihood. Well, I think a 100% chance they'll try. Whether they'll get it done, I don't know. Different the story. question yeah. is, from, a, from a, a campaign standpoint, do you think this is a good idea for them to say, well, and to not say whether they're going to Pack the court. Uh, I, I, uh, or should they come out and say it? No, because I don't the think independent voters are not no. going to be for it. They're, 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 they're so the independents don't want them to pack the court. No way they don't. Okay. They, they don't want them. Independents are kind of like, listen. So they're trying to couch it so they know that their base knows yes. they're going to, but you they're trying to fool it. the independents. They're not going to say it. They're not going to say it. So you that. think their, their, their rhetoric now is designed to basically sort of but it's a brilliant rhetoric the, by the way signal to their base that they're going what, to what biden said it. what biden said that line biden has mm -hmm. said now a hundred times yeah that's obama speaking that's not him speaking 
We're going to bring attorneys from both sides to the aisle, conservatives and liberals, and we're going to sit there. When did Obama and, ever say that? No, no. Meaning he would, Biden would never say something like that. That's a word that he got on a call with uh, Obama said, what do I say when they're asking me a question like this? Well, here's how you answer it. We said we're going to get people from both sides in a room mm-hmm. and see what decision we're going to make. Biden wouldn't answer like that. Biden, Biden would be looking at him with a deer in headlights. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, well, but, Joe, yeah, but, uh, Obama but, here. But, but what, I, what I am saying to you, here's the following. Remember, yesterday we're at dinner, okay? The person that we talked to was the average voter for her age, which is what I she said, totally for agree. her age, right? She said okay. she was 20, 29. 29. Yes, 29 yeah. is how old she was. 6'1", by the way. Never played six basketball. 6'1", never played highly basketball. Disappointed. Or yeah, volleyball. Highly disappointed. Yeah, or volleyball. So she's from Michigan. Okay. Yeah. She went to school. I said, uh, when did you go from Fox to CNN? She said, music, music school. Music school. When I went to music school, I smoked a lot of pot. And I hung out with people that were, you know, telling she me about. She said she met a lot of different types of people. Types of, right? you know, she said weed. But, but all, know, this, all the yeah. same. So, and then she it said. It wasn't I, because of the weed, though. But she, no, she <laughs> joked about it. I'm just telling you what yeah. she said. So she went through all this stuff. And then if you remember, he brought up abortion. Okay. Oh, do and I then, remember that? Yes. He went on yeah, for that and about it, by, by the way, it was, it was like all of a sudden, so what do you think about abortion? The girl's like, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> trying to take your order here, buddy. <laughs> so <laughs> next thing you know, the boss shows up, and the boss is like, well, I heard a conversation guys are having, because, you know, he's like, this is a brand new employee. You yeah. know, she just started with us two weeks ago. Should have been We're already talking about already abortion. Know her abortion you know what she said? Here's a question Byron asked. It's very important to hear what Byron asked. Byron asked the question, said, so what do you think about abortion? And she said, I believe the woman should have the ability to choose what they want to do with their body. Right. And he said, okay, at what point? At what point? At nine, uh, uh, you know, eight months, three weeks? She said, if the woman wants to do it, they should have the right to do it. So they're not alive yet. They're like, no, they are alive. They're just not born yet. Well, no, they're not born yet. And then you went to all the way up to what if the baby is born? And then they said, we want to, you know, and then you went to the Virginia uh, politician, right. I think you were mentioning. Fourth-term abortion. Fourth-term abortion is what you're talking about. And she's like, well, I don't think that's right, but if the woman's got to have the right, right? This Roe versus Wade, let me tell you, it is so scary for the left to get rid of that that they will do anything in their power to make sure that never happens. And if it means court packing, they're going to do it. How long have we had Roe versus Wade? How long have we had the freedom to choose for women when it comes down to abortion. 1973. What so from 73 till today, what's 73 till today? Nearly 50 years we've had, right? 47 years. Mm-hmm. For 47 years, it's been accepted now. Meaning, they're sitting there not having to worry about it. Liberals on the left. They're sitting there saying, you know, I don't have to worry about it. Conservatives are saying, we got to change this. But liberals are like, dude, it's, it's in law. You can't do nothing about it, right? It's officially at risk now. And this is a fight they're going to have to fight for 30 years. Do you really think for 30 years they're going to be okay with 6-3? I don't think so. I don't think so. So to me, when you're asking about court packing, it isn't just about court packing. It's about Roe versus Wade. And Roe versus Wade is going to go through them. It's not president. It's not Congress. It's not Senate. It's Supreme Court of Justice. And these are the types of things that you're going to see them sitting around saying, what the hell can we do? He said, even Biden said, there are many different things to do. There are many different things that we could do. He talked about going beyond court packing. Exactly. So this is their words, Adam. So I know, you know, you're, you know, where you're coming from is we don't know for a fact. Is that 100 percent? Is it down? You're right. We don't know a thousand percent. What are they going to do? But when you're avoiding the one question where Mike Pence is like, is it fair to say? I think it's important for us to know that she didn't answer the question and Kamala had the big smile on her face. So just so everybody knows, she hasn't answered the question about court packing. And the moderator was changing it, and then Kamala says, what? Wait, 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 wait. You want to talk about court packing? I'll talk about court packing. Do you know out of the 120 judges, none of them are African-American? 
Bingo, you just said exactly your strategy. The strategy is racism. The strategy is going to be not enough African-Americans. Deflect, deflect, deflect. No, it's not deflect. They revealed their strategy. By not answering it, you're saying? No, she gave the answer. She gave the answer. The diversity answer? The diversity answer. She gave it. And that's exactly going to be the... uh, the strategy. I'm not take. even sure that if this issue came up with the court as it stands right now, that it would be that Roe v. Wade would be overturned. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. You're I'm not, not sure. No, yeah, I'm you're not, not sure. sure. No, no, I'm not sure but that all me, the conservative the justices would say. Give me the over under. Uh, 50-50? Okay, that's a lot. But it's not like it's a guarantee no, that I if must, this issue comes that, up, they're going to overturn brother, 50, Roe v. Wade. Fifty. You know what's 50-50? That's a lot. But you understand, even if they overturn Roe v. Wade, that does not make abortion illegal. You understand that, Do you right? think they should overturn Roe v. Wade? It doesn't matter what I think. No, but, I mean, we're playing this game. Remember, that's not a top three issue for him. Yeah, it's not a top issue three issue for him is economy, foreign policy, and number three was uh, NRA, gotcha. right? Second Amendment. Well, just, in case, just because it's not a top three issue doesn't mean you can't have it. Like, for instance, I believe in the woman's right to choose. Period. End of story. So there's going to be some conservatives out there. How could you be a baby killer? Blah, 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 blah. The, the, the that's issue, not what I said. The only issue with abortion is when life, when does human life begin? Okay. And when do you believe it begins? Uh, I don't know when it begins. And so I, and I've had this argument many, many times mm-hmm. with many people. I'm not hardcore on either side. I just believe that uh, the only person or the only person, only God knows when life begins. Life may begin at conception. Do you know that it doesn't? No, we don't. I don't know. You mm-hmm. don't know. Only God knows that. If human life begins at conception, then the pro-lifers reasonably would think that, that, that abortion is the biggest holocaust in the history of mankind. And I don't blame them for thinking that. Okay. So if life begins at conception, any abortion would be murder, and that's why people march about it, and the pro-life crowd marches about it, and I, under, I totally understand that. And then the pro-choice crowd, I mean, they're arguing for more of this. The more of this, the better. We, they were in New York, and they passed a law saying you could abort all the way up until the moment of birth. And they were literally cheering when that passed. In this that room, seems aggressive t- to me, in my opinion. Exactly. That's why, I pu- that's why I pushed the issue last night with the yeah. girl saying, okay, at what point do you think it's okay? The statistics, if you, t- if you look it up, you can probably pull it up fairly quickly, on abortion, in, in any case, just to the first 90 days, is about 50-50, okay? That's where the country is. The minute you go beyond 90 days, it goes hard the other way. In mm-hmm. other words, most people are against it. 50-50 after, to 80-20 after, after it, it, yeah, the first 90 Yeah, I mean, when you start days. going after the, after, after the first trimester, the vast mm-hmm. majority of Americans are against it. And I think the Supreme Court justices understand that. And I think that it, 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 allowing abortion in the first trimester... I'm okay with that. I mean, I, I, you know, do I like it? No. Do I think we should have less of it? Yes. Should it be used as birth control? Probably not. Should mm-hmm. abortion be allowed for gender selection? Probably not. I mean, that seems kind of sick. The problem is, in my opinion, you know, there's it's such a slippery slope any way you it's, go. It's an impossible like, argument to win. But, for but, you for know. instance, I totally understand why people would not sympathize with are you Second okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? The, the one day before live birth? No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm so, saying. But you said you said a woman's choice, end of discussion. Period. It's not but, a woman. You know, okay, first trimester. I'm that. with you on that. Okay, but, so first trimester. Okay, you think it's yes, a woman's yes, choice. yes, yes. Okay, fair but, enough. So let me, Big let, difference. Let, by let, the way. let me let me take Big it the other difference. way. Let me take it the other way. Now, yeah. you ever been to D.C. in front of the White House and there's a million different people out there yes. with all their different agendas? And there's one guy out there um, this particular day. Abortion is murder. You can't abortion. And I said, can I have a conversation with you? Sure, we'll have a conversation. If you try to change my opinion, I say, what happens if a 12-year-old girl is raped by her uncle and and she has to have the baby? Should she have to have the baby? Yes, she should have that baby. That's murder. If she kills the baby, I said, she's a 12-year-old girl. 
who got raped by her uncle. These are these are all these examples, are ridiculous examples of questions. societal compromises. The, exactly. Get it. But, At that point, you're saying that abortion should not be legal? Are you freaking kidding me? Right. So now that 12-year-old girl has to carry that baby with her you know what the rest of her life? You know what percentage totally with you on that? No, very, very few. I would assume it's such a small yeah. percentage. Agreed. It's a tiny, tiny percentage of give. abortion. That's the but, example. But, they but like this to is give. the point with the slippery slope: is that's, there's no clear-cut answer one way or another. Not when, when Barack slope, Obama though. was running for office in Illinois, at the last second, the Republican candidate pulled out, and Alan Keyes came in. Remember Alan Keyes? Yeah. Brilliant conservative. I don't know what happened to him. I kind of missed the guy. He was a brilliant guy, and he was a, he was debating Obama, and Obama was a bit arrogant because he knew he was going to win. It was Illinois. Black happen. guy. Yeah, Alan Alan, Alan, yeah, hardcore black conservative, and in their in their uh, live debate that they had on television, the issue of abortion came up, mm -hmm. and Alan Keyes stated a statistic that actually blew my mind. He said, "Do you realize there are more black children aborted in this country than are born?" That's wild. What do you think about that? I mean, if that's accurate, that's pretty. No, wild. that is accurate. That stat is out there for you to be able to pull up. That, and I've read that before as well. But what do, you, what do you think about that? I, I just, I was shocked by it. I was amazed. I'm thinking, oh my god. I mean, how could? And, and and you understand the person that started Planned Parenthood, who she was, right? Who was she? Margaret Sangerman. Mm -hmm. This was this was one of the biggest racists that ever walked the face of the earth. She was she wanted to control the black population, and that's why she put all these clinics in these black neighborhoods. She wanted less black children to be born. Because in her opinion, less black children would mean, you know, less black people, and then they would thin out the population. Of, I mean, it, it is, it's a sick, it's a sick history of this, and you've seen all these videos of, you know, when they're trying to coach women to what to say. Say, look, you're not supposed to get an abortion. It's, you know, I'm five and a half months pregnant. They come and they have hidden cameras, and he said, well, you know, my husband wants a boy and it's a girl, so you know, we want to, we want to abort, and well, you know, we can't do that for that reason. But here's what you say in order to get it. She's, they're coaching her how to, how to do it. And the whole thing just kind of just turns my stomach. And then the sale of body parts and all that stuff is just kind of nauseating to me. So, you know, it's not an issue I'm going to vote on because there's nothing I can do about it. I'm much more concerned about things that are going to affect my life, um, the economy, like you say. And, um, but but, but uh, as a male, obviously, it's easy for us to say that. Of but, course, but, of course. But women have an opinion, too, on this thing. And uh, listen, undoubtedly, not, women listen, I don't, believe I don't think in the ability, choice I, I do not think that the legality... Uh, of abortion in the first 90 days is truly in jeopardy. I really don't. And I think that's fine. And I think most people are fine with that. Half the country's fine with that, believe it or not. Only half. People that are pro-choice believe that 80% of the country's with them, that it should be the woman's choice forever and for, at any point. And they're not. Only half the country's with them. And that's where it's probably going to stay. But it's possible they might rule, they might roll back the ability to have discretionary abortions after mm -hmm. 90 days. Remember when Trump was asked this question in his first elect, uh, 2016 was being elected, and he said no, and this is someone who more than likely was pro-choice for the mo majority of his life, and then kind of adapted to... He did to, flip on that issue, yes. Yeah, and then he kind of flipped on that, cool, yeah. whatever. But they said, well, what are you going to do? Um, well, you know, are, uh, we're going to have to... He doesn't just make be, the laws. <laughs> this is his opinion, Trump. Yeah. And he said, well, you know, they're going to have to be criminal ramifications what ha what well, kind no, of criminal that, no he was asked to, when did you stop beating your wife question by a by a moderator remember that question so so if he would would the question was if abortion became legal mm -hmm. what do you think the you know sh should there be penalties if people actually do it he says look if people if that's the law and the law is broken then there's going to be consequences that's what he said i mean he was it was painted in a way
so they could have a sound bite and make let, it look let, like let he was trying to punish uh, people. Let me ask you a different question. Let me ask you a different question. Okay. So um, I, I'm kind of worried that things are pretty quiet right now. Okay. Let, let, let me explain to where this I'm going. This is quiet. This is very quiet to me. Yes. <laughs> this is let, quiet. Let me, explain to you, let me explain to what I think is going to happen next week, but I want to hear your thoughts, both of you. So in a week, less than a week, Tuesday, next Tuesday night, it's going to be the marathon. And you're going to go all night and, you I know, it's know. Good. now here's the thing. You got mail-in ballots, which still, you know, people coming to vote in person is crushing mail-in ballots. Mail-in ballots is not going the way they thought it was going to go. You know, we have more voter turnout right now than ever and people coming out and voting. But let's let's go through all three cases. Let's yeah, go sure. through all three cases. Okay. Number one, they announce Trump wins next Tuesday night. They announce because it's a landslide. Right. He does a, you know, Mondale, Reagan type of deal and crushes Biden. Let's just say he wins. What happens? If Biden wins, what happens? If nobody wins and they delay it for one week, what happens? Okay. So give me each of those situations. What happens with riots, protesting, civil war, potential for, you know, ramifications, or is it going to be calm? People will get over it after a week. What's going to happen in any of those situations take place? Uh, I think if Trump wins, the exact same thing that happened last time is going to happen. There's going to be, you know, not my president, people marching in the streets and all Worse that. or about the same? Probably worse. Probably worse. Probably worse. And unpack that. What does that mean? What's that? What does that mean? How, what, what does worse mean? Worse means more violence than last time. Oh, more violence than well, last the vi- time. Well, the people that are, that, are, that are committing violence have been enabled by... The, the violence takes place in the big cities. The big cities are run by Democrats. The Democrats have basically told their police force, stand down, let them do what they want, let them spit in your face, let them burn your police cars, let them throw Molotov cocktails into windows where babies could be sleeping, and don't do anything about it. I'm certainly in Chicago, that's, that's just unbelievable. We have a prosecutor who, who just will not prosecute this. I mean, you know, they'll, they'll prosecute you. If you stole a pack of gum from a 7-Eleven, you'd be in jail for 10 years. But these people can do whatever they want. And so they're, they're completely emboldened. And, you know, they've gone so far as to say, well, looting is reparations. And, you know, they've just made it about race. And, you know, when race is not even necessarily an issue, even this George Floyd thing, there's not any. Looting is reparation. You didn't hear that? In Chicago? I don't know if it was in Chicago. It was definitely some looters. I think it was in Chicago, actually. Okay. They were talking about looting. So you're saying it's going to be worse. I think it's going to be worse. And, you know, this is this is their fight. And you've got a lot of people out of work. They've got time. They go out in the street, obviously. And some of them are actually hired. They're professional protesters. A friend of mine was he was on vacation one time. He, he was telling me he was at a, he was sitting at a pool. He was talking to some woman, and what do you do? She says, "I'm a professional, you know, rabble rouser protester. You know, and how much you make money?" She was making good money. There's people that are actually on the payroll to go and just you know they they fly them into these professional rebel rouser. Well, you know, protester, rioter, whatever you want to call it, and you know to say that this stuff is peaceful as as the stuff is burning in the background. Yeah, mostly peaceful protests. Whatever it is, what it is, the problem is there, that some somebody needs to bring law and order back onto our streets. It isn't going to be the Democratic mayors; they're not going to do it. So I don't know how that how order comes. I think there's going to be a lot of violence. Okay. What if Biden and, wins? Uh, maybe the same because they've been emboldened. Now they think that well now why now the same though? Well now they're they're going to be so. Uh, I'm trying to describe. I, I, I'm not jubilee sure. celebration like you know, the just, Lakers winning flipping cars type of right, thing. Yeah, or, that kind oh, of okay, thing. like that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So, so Biden wins, not as bad as Trump winning, 
and it's going to be a little bit more uh, calmer. But what if neither wins and they go into recount, battles, you know, yeah, 32 days, Al Gore there'll type be, of situation? There'll be people on both sides probably marching and saying, hey, you know, you know, we want our guy to win. They're going to do whatever they can to Which position. one's going to cause the biggest havoc? Trump winning, Biden winning, or it's undecided? Tough to say. It's really tough okay. to say. What do you say, Adam? So um, one thing that, like, we talked about this at dinner last night. This is a, you know, very emotional situation. A lot, not a lot of logic going on, especially right now. Sure, some people are thinking with their heads, cooler heads prevail. Is in a very emotional situation. I want my candidate. I want my candidate. I don't care. But the, I hate the other side. I hate the other side. Screw this. Screw that. A lot of emotions running very high. For sure. Well, can we agree on that? Yeah, on, everybody absolutely. Clearly. Uh, I happen to think that there will be no clear winner on election night. I think the, at least according to the polls, and I know that people out there can't believe the polls, and no way can we believe the polls. I happen to be one of those people who finds the polls to be at least somewhat credible. It's definitely not 100% accuracy, but at least some sort of guide. What the guide basically says is this is likely to be drawn out for at least a handful of days, potentially a few weeks. I think it is incumbent on the media, on the media, whether you're on the left, you're on the right, you want Trump, you want Biden, don't give a shit to inform your listeners, guys, this is going to take some time. Let the, let the system play out. Let's all calm the temperatures. And I think that amount of time, at least will it start to inform people, look, this is how this process works. I, I was in Tallahassee at Florida State University in 2000. And what happened in Tallahassee in 2000? That was Gore versus Bush. It happened right there. We were going to college at that point. I was a junior in college. And I remember news, news every single day, every single day. Every, after a month of it, we're just like, all right, like, can we get this freaking show on the road? Can they pick a winner already? And it kind of took it, played it out and played its course. Obviously, Bush won the election. So what's my point? You asked, what are the three, what are the three options? I think number one, if Trump wins, people are going to go fucking insane on the left. Fucking insane. What do you mean? Uh, uh, Everything we've been seeing for the last... Worse? Yes. Yes. I think it gets very bad. their rationale will be what? Again, high on emotion, not a lot of logic. So if Trump legitimately wins, keyword there legitimately, the country's spoken two years in a row. I mean, what else could you say? You hate the guy. He sucks. He's an orange animal. He's an asshole. Cool. I get it. I get it. I get it. But the guy has won yeah. two elections in a row. On the flip side, whether you love Trump or you don't love Trump, one thing that has been undeniable, he has never had over a 50% approval rating. Let me say that again. He has never had over a 50% approval rating. Okay, so no president has, and I think has won the election twice, back to back, without a 50%. So if he loses, people have to understand, yeah, Joe Biden might be one of the worst candidates we've seen in modern American politics. But that's a function of... He beat also someone who is not very highly approved. Okay, it doesn't have high approval ratings. So, again, I don't think Biden's going to blow him out. And I definitely don't think that, as the numbers show, that Trump is going to blow him out. I think this is going to be something that's going to take a few weeks. And as much as the media has been if polarizing. If Biden wins, what happens? Obviously, there's going to be some MAGA people out there. They're going to be oh, highly, highly disappointed. Do you think MAGA people will riot and protest? No. Yes. You no. think, you think that? I think there will be a... I mean, a Guys. percentage of the people that will not be happy. You don't. You think they're oh, just going to say, gonna be happy. "Well, I guess, I guess Biden won." The the bigger question is not so much the MAGA people. 
The bigger question is, do you think Trump is going to say, well, I lost 330 to 220 electoral college. I clearly lost. And it's time for me to leave office willingly. Do you actually think Trump will do that? No problem. Yes. You think Trump is just going to leave office. I lost the election. Thanks, it's guys. I'm going to go back fair, to... If it's fair and to, square, he'll, he'll leave. Straight yes. up. Yep. You don't think he's going to say it was mail-in ballots, it was fraud? You don't see that at all, Byron? No. Really? Um, if there what, was mail-in ballots and there evidence? was fraud, if there was fraud, he may point it out. Okay, yes. I'm telling you, if he gets blown out, loses 40 out of 50... No, he leaves. Without any issue? Correct. I just don't see Trump. He's not that kind of guy. What do you think, Pat? So what if, what if it drags out? What if it drags out a week? Anything happens or no? I think there's going to so be chaos in the streets which, for a which week. Which of those three is going to create the highest level of chaos? Trump winning, dragging out, or Biden winning? In my opinion, I think if Trump wins, the, the people on the left are going to lose their flipping mind. Okay, Kai, you were going to say something. Um, I was, the only thing I was going to say was, I think, regarding if there's going to be protests with Trump, yeah. if he doesn't win, I think that kind of goes back to depends on how he's reacting. If he's egging a MAGA crowd on, then obviously they're going to do as, as told almost. Yeah, um, meaning instigating. Yeah, if he's instigating, oh, this is this, this is this, then I can see it being like, yeah. oh, you need to go do this or he's protest un- that. He's or- unfiltered, but he's not stupid. No, okay? no, he's, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm if, not if, saying. If there's but no think- end game to that. If, if he thinks that just doing that is just going to cause a bunch of violence, why would he do that? How, Byron, how, how is he going to win? What how evidence have we seen? How is that a winning seen? game? What evidence have we seen? We've only Again, seen evidence of sore losing on the left. We haven't seen it on the right. When Obama we haven't won, seen well, sore winning won, on the right. On, on, Obama on won end? twice. Did you see any riots? What evidence do we have of Trump saying, "You know what, guys? Thank you for the opportunity to be president. It's been an honor to serve as your president for the last four years. Clearly, you guys have selected Joe Biden to be your president. He's won the election, and that's it for me." By I'm, and I'm, large, I'm, yes. He'll probably you think get, probably he's get, actually going to do get, that, Byron? He'll probably get a few digs in, but yes, by and large, that's what's going to happen. If Biden wins. You have a higher view of, of how Trump will respond to this than, than, than a lot of people, I will tell you. I think he's going to be salty AF. I think he's going to say that it's fraud. I think this is why you hear on the left, we can't just win by two or three points. We need to win by 10 points. Because in, in, in a lot of leftist opinions, so, they so, think Trump is going to be okay. a sore how much, loser. How much you think uh, voter fraud is going to take uh, uh, into account? Meaning you, you think there's going to be a lot of voter fraud? There's going to be. There is already has been voter yeah. fraud, I'm and sure. You think they're yeah. going to get caught? You think there's going to be, you know, um, where it's going to be lawsuits and... There might be. What precedent play, play, do we uh, have for video. Prepare the video. What, 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 what history what, do we have of anybody being a sore loser ever? Beside what history do we have of ever having a president yeah. like Trump? I mean, talk about sore losing. Here, Who's watch this 24-second video. Watch this 24. By the way, it's got 7.8 million views on less than 24 hours. We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> yeah. oh, well, what do Biden. you think he meant by that? What do you legitimately don't be don't don't be political here. Just go go back. Yes, he says some ridiculous shit seconds. sometimes. Go back from twelve seconds. Go press play. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. <laughs> so first of all, what Remarkable. the hell are you saying? Like, you know, you got to pick and choose your words, what you're saying. A guy okay. running for office and we put together the greatest voter 
you know, he, organization, voter yeah. fraud organization. What is he saying? Adam? He probably meant to say, and this is welcome to fraud Joe Biden's world. Fraud prevention. Uh, fraud prevention, election protection. Go ahead, protect him. Okay. Yeah. So, do you actually think he came out there and says, "Guys, we did it. We're gonna full on. We got the voter fraud committee. It's going down. It's happening on I don't Tuesday." Know. The, the media doesn't seem no, to seriously. Be, you know, they, what do you think he meant, Byron? Be I, apolitical for one second. I think he probably meant to say the opposite. Okay, Pat, what do you think? Be I, apolitical for a second. You could still make fun of Joe and call him a crazy, dementia, sleepy Joe, but what do you actually think he meant? I, I actually think, you know, here, here's a problem. I'll tell you what the problem is. Mm -hmm. When Hillary was running, Hillary thought 100% she's going to win. Right. She acted like she was a president two years before she even <laughs> was, you know. Queen Hillary. She was like, it was no question. Yeah. I don't even need to campaign. I'm going to be the president because... Every single media's on my side, everybody's on my side. There's no way in the world I'm gonna lose this, right? Obama wasn't like that. Obama was fighting, Obama was paranoid, right? You know, you know how Biden talks right now? Biden talks as if he's already the president. Biden talks as if he can get away with anything. Biden for 47 years has been able to get all these, if any of these laptop deals with Tony guy coming out, if any of this stuff is true for 47 years, this guy's been doing deals and getting away with it, you have to realize it gets to a point where in the mob, if you're untouchable, they call you untouchable, you don't think you can be touched. So you say, and you, you feel you can get up there and say anything, nothing's gonna happen to you. Mm -hmm. Nothing's gonna happen to you. When you have that kind of a mindset, you don't really care what you're gonna say. So I don't know what he means by this. Could he be said voter prevention, fraud prevention? Maybe that's what he's talking about. Is he trying to say we have the best for, uh, voter fraud team put together? Maybe that's what he's talking about. You actually think that's what he meant? Though? I don't know what he's talking about gotcha. because I don't think he has a good filtering system. Okay. You know right before you're about to say something, you want to say, <laughs> so how do I look? Well, you kind of look fat, you know? <laughs> and then people who have common sense, they're like, first answer comes up, you kind of look fat. You look great. You know, you look right. good. You know, so, all right. So Honey, do I have a big, let's make yeah, my butt look big. Yes. You got a fat ass, girl. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, you look you great. You look great, right. right so right. so how do I do? System. You know, how yeah. do I do? You know, in our business, when people go give up, give a speech and they get off the stage mm -hmm. and they say, so how do I do? You're like, shitty is talking about <laughs> my life. And they say, dude, you did good, man. Good stuff. Yeah, you did yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. Thanks. You know, Thanks, like, bro. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think he was gifted with that filter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If that makes any sense. Joe, Joe's had his foot in his mouth for 47 years. I think he has. He let me, I mean, let me respond to that. He's, he's, let me respond to that. Number one, you're absolutely right that Obama had to work his ass off because he didn't have the entitlement issue. He came out of nowhere. Excuse me? What is me? that? It's a, it's a plane. It's a plane. Oh, gotcha. He didn't like, have the entitlement. What are you talking about? Meaning he didn't come from the... Uh, 47 years in politics. He didn't come so from the one Bush percent. dynasty. He, was, he, he was, didn't come he from was, the Clinton dynasty. He, can't, he was he, anointed. He made a the minute he made his speech in 2004, they knew they were going to try to make him president. He was anointed. Okay, sure. anointed, sure. The but media he still, fell he, in love with him. Okay, granted, he still had to win, though. He still had to work his ass off. He wasn't like, I am King Obama. He still had really? to go through. He had to go through the, come on. He campaigned. Yes, he, he did. He had to campaign he his campaigned. ass off. He was not anointed. He had to work his ass off. Okay. Hillary Clinton, on the other hand, totally agree with Pat. She was the first lady, senator, you know, she um, was waiting for her coronation. Exactly, Secretary of State. She's running against this fool, as she called him. Billboard said she looks like a real estate agent. I don't trust her. <laughs> you know. So, gra granted, that's clearly now with Biden. I don't think he has the confidence by any stretch to think that he's going to be anointed. 
But whether you love Biden or hate Biden, and I don't know a lot of people that love him, I think there's a lot of people that don't like Trump. The one thing that him and Trump have in common, and this is this is true to Trump for sure, and for some reason true for Biden, is they are Teflon. Not a lot of things stick. Like after the grab him by the pussy thing, and Trump became the president, clearly they're like, you know what? We're good with it, it's okay. The racism stuff, the, oh, the spazzing out thing, the Mexicans are rapists, people are like, you know what? But it never goes away. The media, it, 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 sure. Trump is running against Biden campaign and he's running against the media. The media is there protecting and supporting Biden every step of the way. Well, you know that. Uh, 80, 90 percent of the uh, media, journalists, what have you. Uh, 95 percent vote Democrat. Sure. Granted. But we, what we can't establish is Donald Trump does have a Teflon quality about him. Yeah. Uh, no, and some, even, somewhat. Nothing like Bill Clinton had. Bill Clinton okay. was the best. Clinton. But even Joe, even Sleepy Joe, Crazy Joe, whatever you want to call him. Dementia Joe has some sort of Teflon, or he, this would have been a blowout race already. He has some kind of, he doesn't have Yeah, the Teflon. Teflon is the media. So, okay, yeah. a question for you. You're so funny. Did you actually say Biden's got the Teflon element? Oh, let me ask you a question, because we're going to revisit this in one week. If Biden happens to win this race, somehow, somehow, will you at least be willing to admit that he's got a Teflon quality about Zero. him? I wouldn't give You will not credit. give him that, even he if he wins. Teflon? Even if he wins. He has Teflon quality. Even if he wins, Pat. Wait. He has Teflon quality. If he wins, clearly what he's got something. What does winning have to do with Teflon? What? what? What does winning have to do with Teflon? If 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 Trump lost, would we be calling him Teflon Don? No. no. What I'm trying no. to exactly. You got to win in order to be no, Teflon. It's got nothing to do with Teflon. Who was the original it's, Teflon Don? It's got to do with uh, Gotti. Yeah. Okay. Because nothing could ever stick to the okay. guy, right? So what's your so point? Same thing with Trump. No, Biden's not the one. Biden's not a Teflon. Biden doesn't qualify to be in the Teflon. If he wins the presidency, Biden, how could you Biden, not say that? Biden qualifies Biden qualifies for absolute perfect timing to be a candidate that could potentially be a president. In no other lifetime would this guy have had a chance to be a president except today. Because of coronavirus, because of what's going on with the pandemic, because of how that was used to shut down so many different states and show riots and show protesting, to show America's in havoc, you know, problems everywhere. It's all because of Trump. It's all because of Trump. It's all because of Trump. If you notice during Obama, we didn't have riots like this. We didn't have riots like this. Well, most of the rioters are on which side? On the left side. So they're going against Trump. Rights don't riot the way lefts riot. Lefts riot a whole different way than rights riot. So if you go breaking that part down, he got pres. If he wins presidency because of timing, it's got nothing to do with T him being timing Teflon. and the media's yeah, cooperation. Nothing. Time, okay, I do agree with you on timing. Yeah. However, if this were Bernie Sanders running against Trump right now, do Time. you think Bernie would be ahead in the polls? Do you think? Bernie would have a better chance than Biden? I Speaking think, of timing? I think Bernie would have a better chance than Biden. You think Elizabeth Warren? So you're no, saying not whoever, Warren. You're saying whoever not would Warren. run would not be... Not Warren. Okay. Not Warren. But Bernie would have a better chance. I think Bernie and Pete as well, by the way. Pete to me is... You a, think Pete could have beat Trump? I, I think, I think no Pete, way! I think Pete to me is a better on-TV candidate, debate, poise, going back and forth, being able to have that fight. I think Pete is 10 times better than Biden. In that area, no not doubt. resume, no doubt, not resume. He's way no, smarter in that than area. Biden. Yeah, My God. no doubt. They're not he, in the same league. Do you understand? And again, this this might cause to ruffle some feathers. All you have to do is put a picture, and you know Trump would do this. So I'm saying, what, all you have to do is picture of him and Melania, first lady, and Pete and Chasden. That's your first lady. Take your pick, guys. You don't think he would throw that out there into the atmosphere? Of course. Take he your would. pick. Yeah. Done. Pete's done.
just, I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it, no, it, it, you're, you know, vote, you're voting the, for the, Pete. The, the, no, the whole Petey Pablo. The whole uh, diversity thing is something the country. I mean, Obama got elected the first time largely because a, a huge swath of the country wanted to prove that they weren't racist. There's no question he, no chance he could have gotten elected if he wasn't black. Not a chance in a million. Not with that resume. Not a chance. He had, what had he done? He had done nothing. Absolutely nothing. So you, you need to from, have a, a immaculate resume you have to have in order a to decent win. Resume. You what have to have done something. What did Bill typically. Clinton ever do? What, well, Bill Clinton was a governor. Okay. He was a governor. So, Obama, so Obama was a senator. Anything. Is that much of a, a major difference? Major for twenty major minutes. Difference. For twenty minutes, major, and he started running you, for president. Wait, 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 wait. Please answer the question for him. Is there a major difference between being a senator and a governor? Huge difference. Tell him. Tell him. Please tell. You him. understand the difference. Senators don't Obviously. do anything. They just show up. Maybe they vote yes or no. They don't have Can't to. Can't believe do, you said They don't that have out. to do anything. Governors are running things. They actually okay. running a. They're running a state. They're <laughs> running a government. They, they're doing something. And in fact, there hadn't been a senator elected since Kennedy. Okay, I mean, it's always a governor, someone who's actually done something and run something with a proven track record of, of, of having a staff and having, having a payroll and having to be responsible for a budget. Senators are responsible for almost nothing. Who was the first person you voted for? Jimmy Carter. Was Jimmy Carter a governor? Yes, he was. He was. What, was he, governor of Georgia? Yes, sir. Okay, all right. So I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to admit. I'm willing yeah. to admit. Who, Reagan was a governor? Yes. Was George H.W. Uh, Bush a governor? Yes. yes. He was? Yes. Okay. Was Bill Clinton a governor? Yes. yes. <laughs> Arkansas. Was Obama a governor? No. No, one-term senator. Exactly. One so you're thinking, and, and he had never sponsored. That's he, my point, guys. He had, never written, be a senator. he had never written or sponsored any legislation when he was in Illinois. He voted present like 400 and something times. He didn't want to actually, he was basically setting the table for this the whole time so no one could say, well, you voted for a bill that said this, that, or the other, because all these bills are never clean. They're never like, hey, it's just one issue bill. There's a You're bunch of You're from Chicago, though, so yeah. you've been watching Obama for years, so you, yeah. you know what's going on with this guy. There's nobody more Teflon than that guy. Okay. Are you Obama fan or no? No. You're not Obama no. fan? No. Never liked him. I always thought he was fraudulent. His true ideology. Fraudulent? Yeah, his true ideology, well, he tried to hide it. It came out a few times with Joe the Plumber and a few other things. You didn't build that and, you know, cling to your guns and religion and all that. And when he was un, when he thought he was unplugged, it came out. But by and large, he was able to hide it. What do you and, think and try was to look, make, make himself look centrist. What? what do you think was fraudulent about he did, Obama? He didn't disclose his true ideology. What was that? Communism. You think he's a communist? Communist socialism. Yes, that's what he. That's what he wanted to fundamentally transform our country, when by and large most of the country did not want to be fundamentally transformed. And what evidence we wanted, do we, we have wanted to that make he a wanted statement to be a to communist? We, what evidence do we have of communism? Have you watched the movie uh, 2016 Obama's America? Have you seen I have that? Not, movie? I have Watch not. the movie. And then no, I just. And I'd rather take the cliff notes. What, what evidence do we have oh, that there's how about that he's his, a communist? Pirate? How about his book? In his own words, the Communist Manifesto. What was no, the name not of the that book? book. About okay. his father. Yeah, we're, yeah. Dreams of my father. I, okay, he I'm, narrated it in his own voice, and, I'm, and I'm the book sold lots of copies. I'm looking at eight years of presidency. What What do we have that's well? He didn't govern communist. that way. He didn't govern that way because he was afraid to. He didn't think he could get it passed, and he was afraid to get thrown. So I'm going on him being a president for eight years. I didn't look at him and be like, "There's my communist president." If he If he had governed that way in the first four years, he would never have been elected. Okay. In the second four years, he didn't have control of the House and the Senate like he did in the first four years. The first two years. First two years, so he you're had speculating a, that he was. No, there's no question. He, he he was pragmatic about how he was going to advance his agenda. Hmm. He did as much as he thought he could. Communism, Obama. Do you agree with Byron? 
Well, uh, I mean, his father was a communist. His stepfather, or the guy that his wife, his, his mother put in to be his, his well, just uh, surrogate you, father. Just because your family, like, but, but he Pat is very open that his mom was a but communist. He, he writes a book right? about he was trying to live life so in the dreams of his father. I mean, he, there's no question that he when, he, when I was in college, I hung out with all the radicals, blah, blah, blah. I mean, everything he said, everything he did, I mean, he, he hung out in a church with Reverend Wright for years and years and years, who was his mentor, who married him. This guy is known for saying, Goddamn America. And, and Obama's like, oh, I didn't know he said stuff like that. I mean, just mm. complete talk about tough. The media never took him to task. I don't, I don't the know about one communists. Time. I do put about socialists and I do put about him not loving America, of what America was founded on. He may have loved the America that he wanted to turn America into. I agree. But that's, I that's don't know about communists. I would say socialist, yes. And I would say he didn't love the America on the foundations it was founded on. But why, why don't we go he into put the Anita, Anita Young on his cabinet? Anita. Is Anita Young? Is that her name? Anita Dunn. Anita Dunn. This woman was, her, her, she, they asked her who her idols were. She says, I have two idols in the world, Mother Teresa and Mao Zedong. This is a woman that he put on his cabinet. He put on that guy, Vince, whatever, what, the guy. Van that, Jones. Vince, Van Jones. Van Jones. This guy was a card-carrying communist yeah, for was. much of his, I mean, he was. these are two people but on his cabinet. Within a week or two, he was like gone. I'm just saying, he yeah. put two no, people I'd, that were known communist, you know, ideologues on his cabinet. I mean, how do you do that? You don't know that that's what they yeah. are? Yeah. Do you watch Van Jones on CNN? Yeah. Do you appreciate his opinion? I like Van Jones. He's come around yeah. a little bit. I like Van that. Jones. I, I ha actually find him to be highly credible. When yeah. In 2016, when, when, when Trump won, he was actually yes. one of the first people yes, to come out and say, look, guys. We didn't get it. I wasn't a, yeah. I, you know, we, we called we this it. wrong. I'm willing to admit he's my president. Like, I respect his opinion. Do I, I agree do, with his I opinion well. all the time? I, didn't, I think he's, I think he's a very smart, yeah. talented guy. No, I, I, again, I, I gave you my positions on Obama and how, how I viewed Obama. It's, it's very simple how I view uh, uh, who he was and what he did. Very simple on who he was and what he did. Can you play the 60 Minutes with Trump that got 17 million views, more than Oscars and uh, apparently any other sp uh, sports shows watched this year? Go all the way to the back and do me a favor. Put it at... Uh, put it at 1.5. Yeah, put it at 1.5. Go ahead. Do you think that your tweets and your name calling are turning people off? No, I think I wouldn't be here if I didn't have social media. Well, but the media is fake. And frankly, if I didn't have social media, I'd have no way of getting out my voice. He's Do you right. know what you told me a long time ago when I asked why you keep saying fake yeah. media? Yeah. You said to me, I say that because I need to dis uh, discredit you so that when you say negative things about me, no one will believe you. I don't you. have to discredit you. But that's what You've you told me. You've discredited yourself. You know, I didn't want to have this kind of angry. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Well, then you brought up a lot of subjects that Well, I said I'm going to ask you tough up. questions. They were inappropriately but brought up right from the beginning. No, your first question was, this is going to be tough questions. Why? You don't ask Joe Biden. I saw your interview with Joe, the interview with I Joe never Biden. did a Joe it Biden was a interview. Joke. The interview, 60 Minutes. I see Joe Biden giving softball after softball. I've seen all of his interviews. He's never been asked a question that's hard. Okay, but forget him for a minute. No, but you your start president, with me. Your president. And Excuse me, Leslie, you started with me. Your first statement was, are you ready for tough questions? Are you? That's no way to talk. It's no way to talk. Leslie, one, one second. At this point, one of our producers interrupted to advise about the time remaining in the interview. Well, I think we have enough of an interview here, Hope. Okay, that's enough. Let's Hope. Go. Hope Hicks let's was go. in a room. Uh, let's go meet for two seconds, okay? Thanks. I'll see you a little while. Thanks. Well, Leslie was visibly rattled there. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. That was professionally embarrassing, but I'll tell you, he did a huge favor for 60 Minutes because of the ratings. He thinks he was hurting them, but he just did a huge favor. So, so, so who looked bad there, Adam? Who looked bad there? They're saying Trump walked off after doing a 37-minute, 38-minute interview with them. Did Trump walk off? 
with five minutes left? Is it a full-on walk-off? We're done. Nah, I here? don't think he walked, stormed okay. off. He because left the set. The, that's what they said. I, I don't think it's anything like that. I think obviously he got frustrated with the tough questions. The, her, her first question was, "There's going to be some. T- there's going to be some tough questions." And you know what? He needs to have some tough I questions. I have no problem with okay? that. At least she didn't ask He's been the that. president for the last he four years. He doesn't care about tough questions. Okay, so it's, what's he upset about? Tough questions unfair, or not tough unfair, questions? I, I, would be, questions. I would be upset if you're not asking the other guy tough questions. I would be very annoyed of that. Okay, but Are she you, didn't do the interview. So she's getting... Did she... She represents well, 60 I mean, Minutes. 60 so minutes 60 Minutes is the brand. It doesn't matter what it is. If 60 Minutes is the brand, why are you asking the other guy the easy questions? You're asking me the tough questions. So if that, if that interview already happened... And he already, quote unquote, didn't uh, 60 minutes as the brand didn't ask Joe Biden the, the tough questions. Why would Trump agree to this interview? Meaning, you. So he just did the interview Why in order. Why did he agree to the interview? Meaning he did the interview to complain about the Joe Biden interview. No, so he, he kind of knew what he was going to say already. He, if you have you watched the whole interview? Yeah, I have. Did you watch the Facebook video he posted? Not the 60 minutes. Uh, yeah, that's actually what I watched. That's yes. what you watched. So yes. do you remember when he said? You called me. You said you want to have a nice interview. That's mm-hmm. what do you remember when he said that in the in the uh, sixty minute, thirty eight minutes? Sure. Yes. He I said do. you called me. Said let's have a nice interview. I agreed to it. I come. Then you say you ready for some tough questions? That's flip flopping on what you position me. I agreed to do an interview. You said nice interview. Now you're flipping and give me tough questions. So d- does sixty w- minutes came out? Why can't he ask them to submit the questions ahead of time? I know that's not Trump's no, thing. They don't do that. But if you're saying you're gonna have a they don't do Listen, that. Listen, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm the sure economy they, is, they might have done is faltering in many senses. You don't, you don't think he should get some tough questions? Of course I, he should. You think he should just questions. have it? Here's no, soft questions. Tough Everything's questions. going do great you, in the world. Do you Here's think some... he cares if you ask him tough questions? Well, clearly he does. He, he doesn't care if you ask him I don't tough th- questions. I, don't, I just think he doesn't like when you don't say nice things about him. Can we agree upon that? There's no question he's got thin skin, but and he doesn't care about tough questions. What he cares about is unfair questions. What I appreciate about you, Byron, what I actually do is you're clearly a policy guy because you're willing to look past and admit Trump's shortcomings. Sure. You've said many times he's thin skinned. He is not, you know, doesn't have the temperament. You've said certain things that made me believe like, you know what? Byron actually will call a spade a spade. But at the same time, you're not willing. At the same time, you're willing to look past the emotional triggers I mean, when, and vote when, when, when the guy has publicly stated and disavowed white supremacy and racism in all its forms numerous times and he's continually asked that same question, which thankfully she didn't ask because mm-hmm. he would have walked out on that one for sure. It was it's absurd. It's just absurd. It's like when did you stop beating your wife? When did you stop beating your wife? When did you stop beating your wife? Eventually people think, Well, this guy must have been beating his wife, no matter how he answers the question. That's, that's it's just ridiculous. De- that's they, debatable though, Byron. <sighs> On the biggest Chris stage Wall- of the world, on the biggest stage the of the world, he could have said... Yeah, he could have handled it better, yes. but the point is to, ask, to even ask the question was just fundamentally ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, so who does it benefit? Who, who, do, who does him getting 70 million views benefit? 60 him. minutes, I think, Trump I th- or Biden? I think that 60 minutes I, helped help Trump. I agree as well. I agree as well. I think he handled of himself course. fine. And now, the fact that he shared it, what do you think about the fact that he shared it before 60 Minutes launched it? Uh, I think it just brought more attention to an interview he, think he's, he thinks it. he did well with. Yeah, I'm good with that as well. You, does, you, the question is, does the, how does this sway the independent six, voters? Does the 60 That's, Minutes broadcast move more votes to Trump or Biden? Yeah, I don't yeah, the, beauty, the beauty is we'll see in a week. Uh, who we knows what this week. interview did? No, no question about it. We're going to see in a week. Both interviewers are hard lefties. You know that, right? 
What does hard lefty they mean? They just they, what does that, that that's mean? their ideology and everything they're they socialists, they're communists. What does no, hard left mean? They voted Democrat their entire lives. So that's left. Yes. They're left. Yeah. So what well, nowadays, nowadays, nowadays that means something even What does it mean? Okay, they're left mm -hmm. or they're Democrat versus hard left. What does that actually mean? Genuine question. What does that mean? He, 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 uh, he, supportive of BLM, Antifa, all that stuff. Yep. That's hard left. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Any difference? And they and, and they view they view every single question with a racial lens, hmm. like Kamala Harris does. Everything's about race. Exactly what would would make that man turn over in his grave. MLK. Yes. I mean, he he said, "Look, let's judge each other based on the content of our character, not the color of our skin." And Touché. now everything's about the color of your skin. I have no idea how you could have a bunch of people saying there there's no such thing as gender gender doesn't exist but we must have a woman president or we must have a we must have a a, a woman of color as vice mayor. what who cares what her color is i don't care what her color is i didn't care what obama's color was it's all about policy for me hmm. by the way if you're watching this if you're enjoying uh, uh, my good friend byron udell his perspective and his method of communicating the message to the rest of us Press the thumbs up button and click on the subscribe button. Byron Udell, uh, with his point of view, one of my favorite of guys. Down. No, you ain't gonna get it because yeah, they they like you. It's one of my favorite guys to sit down and have dinner with. Conversation is always interesting when you're talking to, especially when we went to Denver that one time, Colorado. We had a phenomenal time three days at your Breckenridge house. But why don't we talk about Proposition 22, California Uber yeah, Lyft? Let's okay, let's it. talk about Proposition 22. Uh, if you've been following this Prop 22, it's getting very, very ugly with Prop 22. So court ruling could kill Uber and Lyft in California. Just days before California themselves were set to decide on a matter, a state appeals court has ruled the app-based ride-sharing companies Uber and Lyft must apply with state laws AB5 and classify all lead drivers as employees rather than contractors. The ruling raises the possibility that the companies will simply end operations in the state altogether, both having stated previously that their business model depends on the flexibility of using contractors, the companies claim and drivers often confirm that the flexibility of contract work is key to their operation. Employers are required under federal and state law to schedule and track their employees' hours for overtime, unemployment, and other purposes. That's not the case with contractors who are legally considered independent businesses. Critics of the ride-sharing companies, such as California Governor Gavin Newsom, claims that's just a dodge to get out of paying overtime and complying with other workplace regulations. Labor union have pushed for the drivers to be classified as employees since contractors cannot join unions. Thoughts? Uh, I got a bunch of thoughts on this one. First of all, I can't imagine how you could classify them as employees when they're actually working for their competitor at the same time. What company would allow you to work? If you're working for Uber, how could you work for Lyft at the same time? That makes absolutely no sense. Number two, they don't That's use any point. equipment. The co company does not provide them with any, they don't provide them with their car. So they're using their own car. They work whatever hours they want. Compa compare this to eBay. My son used to, one of his early businesses, and you know Jake. He's mm -hmm. you know, Stop. He was, Brilliant guy. Yeah. I mean, just a total beast. Been an entrepreneur since he was six years old, buying and selling stuff. But he got on eBay, and he was selling, he had creating and selling sports memorabilia. He'd chase around the teams. He'd get Magic Johnson to sign a basketball. He'd go put it on eBay the next day and make money. And, and do you think that people who buy and sell things on eBay that are using eBay's platform to find customers... 
Do you think those people are eBay employees? They work as much as they want or as little as they want. It's a very, very similar. All Uber and Lyft are doing it's is- It's a very good point. It's, it's, it's very yeah. analogous to that. And so to me, all they're doing is using the platform to find customers, okay? It's putting customers and, and, and uh, drivers together yeah. Yeah. and they're taking a commission. Exactly what eBay does. It puts buyers and sellers together, takes a commission. Could you imagine California saying anybody that sells anything on eBay must track their hours and whatever money they make, if they work overtime, they're going to get paid overtime on the profit or loss. That, I mean, it's insanity, yeah. absolute insanity. And I got to think the vast majority of Californians are going to vote in a manner that's going to allow them to be independent contractors, not employees. The There's probably some tax reason that California wants it, and I'm sure why labor unions want it, because if they become employees, then they'll be able to get, you know, force them to pay union dues because California is not a right to work state. So everybody's got their ax, you know, their, 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 uh, uh, their horse in this race, but the vast majority of Californians will lose if, because honestly, if they're employees, I don't think the model works at all. And so they may just pull out of the state, which they threatened to do last time they lost that, that, that court case a few months ago. In fact, I was actually arriving in California, wondering where I was going to be able to get an Uber or a Lyft. And they just redid where you pick it up in, in LAX. If you've been to LAX since they redid it, you can't get it right outside the terminal anymore. You got to take a bus to an area. It actually works pretty well. I was actually surprised, but uh, this is a huge, big deal. What, what's unclear about this particular article is whether or not this court case coming just a few days before the election affects whether, if the people vote to allow them to be independent contractors, whether that vote matters. Does this court case uh, sort of uh, circumvent the vote, or is this the vote still going to be what decides whether these people get to be contractors or not? Adam, do we, do we uh, know? Very, very interesting, interesting perspective, especially on how you can be employee for Lyft and Uber. Because I don't know if you know this, obviously Pat and a lot of people know this. I don't have a car. I Uber and Lyft everywhere. I was living. So does down. my son. Jake sold his car. Okay, in California. I like Jake. I like Jake. Uh, great minds think alike. So you know, I actually have these conversations all the time with Uber and Lyft drivers. I say, hey, how's your day going? Da, da, da. So how often do you do this? Is this your full time job? Let me ask you a question. Have you heard of what's going on in California? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Great question. Would you, would you rather be uh, an employee? Would you, like, I'm actually getting to the source. Mm -hmm. And here's what I've uncovered. 80% would prefer to be 1099. Yeah. 80%. Independent contractors. Yes. Would rather be 1099 independent contractors. And by the way, the CEO, the CEO of Uber said that 70% of their drivers want to stay independent contractors. Okay. So 70 to 80%. Okay. 30% doesn't. That's so weird. Go ahead. So, and, and, okay. So why does that 20, 30% exist? Those well, are, the, the are, number, the number one answer, the number one answer is they drive full time, mm -hmm. right? Number two, they want the benefits that come with that. Yeah. They would like overtime, like the same reasons why you would want to be an employee. Yeah. Right. But here's the bigger thing here. Because this is, is, it's, believe me, if I, were, if I were living in California and I took, an, like, if I'm your son, Jake, and I drive Uber and Lyft everywhere and I take that everywhere I go, I'd be very nervous to see how this uncovers. Because the last uh, thing I want to sure be doing is. is, so, but what does, what, big picture, big picture, California is going to set a precedent to what happens in other states. Because you know if it happens in California, what New happens York next? New York is next, Chicago. New York is next. Illinois. Yeah. Illinois is next. Texas might become an X. I mean, let's probably, not forget. Probably not Texas. Texas well, let's is, not a forget. Right to, is a right to work state. Well, let's not forget. Uber and Lyft left Austin. That's actually happened. That's a local, yeah. Okay. Local that happened Jersey. in the city That's of correct. Austin, the capital right. of Texas. So my point is, there's other states looking at this that are going to say, hmm, what happened in California? What happened in LA? Yes. What happened in San Francisco? Could the same thing happen in my state? And we'll see, we're going to see what's going to happen. This but is actually a bigger thing watch than, these it, numbers. than California. Through October 22nd, 22, yes, on Proposition 22, received $199 million, which is the most funds that an initiative campaign 
has ever received in California, not adjusted for inflation, period. $199 million for one prop. Uber contributed $57 million. This tells you who's affected by it. Uber gave $57 million. Lyft gave $49 million. DoorDash gave $48 million. Wow. Only a million less than Lyft is DoorDash. Wow. Exactly. DoorDash gave $48 million. Instacart provided $32 million. And Postmates provided $13 million just for this prop. And the no campaign on prop received $19 million. The California Labor Federation... SEIU Local 721 International Brotherhood of Teamsters <laughs> and uh, Labor Unions. They, they gave $19 million, and these other guys gave $199 million. Is there, million is there polling on this as to where this uh, is going to go? I don't know if I gotta think. I got to think. That I would love to hear from our audience. Um, do you support? Do you? I mean, how often are you taking Lyft and Uber? Do you have a car? Do you not have a car? I mean, Lyft, Uber, where are you at? Like, where are you at on this debate? would I, love I to hear vast from our people. people. don't want it to change. No, but I'm not asking their opinion on necessarily... The 1099 versus W2. I want to know how much, what percentage of our audience has a car, doesn't have a car, is considering maybe not having a car. Because don't forget, I did an entire episode on this. All the costs that go with the car. I'm sure your son Jake has done this. The car insurance, the gas, no question. The t- the tolls, slightly, the parking, slightly more the maintenance, expensive. It's slightly the more expensive to do Uber, Lyft, but you get a driver. Depending on how often li- these days like during COVID, a- you're not even freaking leaving the house. You're wow. not going to work. A lot of people save a ton of money. Right. Save that money just by. Uber and work, uh, Uber and Lyft well, every day. As soon, as soon Our as friend the, Sam over here got in a car accident. He's doing okay though. How much did your car insurance go up? Probably nothing. I I was able to fix it. You so were able to fix it. Yeah. What could it have gone up if you didn't fix Twice. it? Could have gone up double. Yeah. So. Car insurance. Nobody Listen, likes. Most car of us insurance. that own cars, we drive our cars an hour a day, maybe. An hour a day, maybe, right? At the most. Okay, so you own Correct. a car ninety-five percent of the time. You're paying hundred percent of the depreciation. You're yes. paying hundred percent of the insurance. If somehow you could have a sharing situation, and you can, as soon as the self-driving cars come out, mm-hmm. Uber and Lyft are going to be immediately. They don't have the expense of a driver. Okay, so when the self-driving cars become mainstream, General Motors, Ford, Toyota, all the big car manufacturers are going to make self-driving cars. They're going to be able to put the cars on the road way cheaper than Uber can, because Uber's got to pay retail for the car, or at least you know, get a good deal on the car, but the manufacturing cost is way lower than that. So the the barrier to entry in terms of the software that what Uber and Lyft do, that that's very it's easy. Nothing, yeah. It's nothing. So there's going to have there'll be a GM rideshare thing that'll be going around, and there'll be cars all over the place, and you're going to be able to get them way faster. Mm. There's going to be no driver, and the cost is going to be lower, which is going to cause the car industry to be really hurt because not every there's such waste. So many people have cars, and how much of how, a car? How overvalued you think Tesla stock is right now? Uh, very overvalued. You think it's very overvalued? Very overvalued. Like what's very overvalued? Ten times what it's worth, maybe? Oh, you, you, ten, that's a big number. I mean, do they make any money? <laughs> I love that. Do they make a profit yet? I love your... Oh, you... Ten times? 50-50, that's... Ten I mean, times? Obviously, the, market, the market's, times. The market's a lot times. smarter than I am. So I'm not going to say I know. I just don't understand how a company... Ten that, times is a lot. Do you lot, know what though. they're valued at yeah. relative to other companies? Relative to United Airlines or relative yeah. to General Motors or Ford or... Come on! I mean, they, they don't make that many cars. Let either. me give you the uh, let and me they, give you the poll you asked for California proposition. Yeah. Five thousand three hundred fifty-two people voted an online poll. Just so you know, forty-six percent said they would vote in favor of Proposition Twenty-Two, which means which means the opposite. While forty-two percent would vote against it, the number of in, undecided voters fell by thirteen percent. So remember, so this yes, is a close deal. It is a close deal. That's the problem. It is a close deal. So Californians are totally cool with either losing Uber, Lyft, they or have, having it cost 50% no, more. It's going to cost 50% more. They have no clue 
By the way, a yes vote supports this ballot initiative to define the app-based transportation rideshare and delivery drivers as independent contractors. So yes is By the way, my daughter called me with that prop, and she read it to me. I had to, she had to read it to me three times to figure out it's which is so the correct technical. way. It's so complicated. It's so they, they, they technical. intentionally yeah. made it tricky. The same because way they, they did made it with Prop 8. Remember Prop 8 back in the days in California, like 12 years ago? Which was that? Yes means legal gay, gay marriage. No, it's a similar thing. Yeah. It's so you're voting no, I don't want it. So you're thinking no is... Independent contractor, and yes is, they stay. I, I want to say 25% of the people, when I heard how that was worded on mm -hmm. the ballot, they voted it. 25% of the people are going to vote in a way they didn't even know which way exactly. they were voting. Exactly, I agree. And that'll that. flip the vote. Yeah, it would flip the vote. One other point here. because yeah. it might. I, wait, I talked about this as being bigger than California because it could set a precedent yes. in other states, New York, Illinois, Florida, Texas, what have you. Don't forget, this is bigger than Lyft and Uber. Why? Because what happens with other things like DoorDash? Grubhub. No question. Instacart. Uber Eats. Uber, well, that's Uber, obviously. But yeah. that, Are you going to throw eBay in there, too, now? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna I'm say just saying all these, people, all these people, independent people contractors driving around, yeah. it's a slippery slope right here because it's going to set a precedent for more things than just Lyft and Uber in California as a big-picture thing. Unintended It's the gig economy. It's yeah. the gig economy. Let me give a quick shout-out to one of our sponsors here, ExpressVPN. You know, for some of you guys that use your phones and iPads and computers, regularly. I was just showing this yesterday to my guys to say, for me, I have to promote a product that I believe in. And I use ExpressVPN regularly. My phone has got the ExpressVPN little symbol on regularly. Here's why. I'm at an airport. I'm at a coffee shop. I'm at a place, Barnes & Noble, I'm using their Wi-Fi. Wherever I am, they can get into your Wi-Fi if you're not protected. And, you know, obviously the other day I inter interviewed this guy named Pablo Holman, Pablo uh, Holman, who said he can get anything you want out of your phone. He can get the passwords easily, sit right next to you at a coffee shop. He's showing it. This is how I get someone's uh, password if I'm sitting at a coffee shop. If they leave their phones open and not protected, I can go get all your passwords out. I can go look at your notes where you're saving your passwords. So a lot of people don't realize this. Even your Internet service provider, they have the right to sell your information legally to other people if you're not protected. What ExpressVPN does is they protect you from both of those. Number one, your information being sold to others. And number two, they also protect you in case somebody's trying to hack into your phone through Wi-Fi, some places you're using at a coffee shop or an airport. So if you haven't used Express or ExpressVPN, you've not signed up for it, they are ranked number one by CNET and Wired, the number one VPN rated company by CNET and Wired. If you haven't yet signed up for them, go to expressvpn.com. One, one more time, Express vpn.com again expressvpn.com forward slash pbd vpn forward slash pbd vpn and go sign up for the program they'll give you three months free if you sign up for a one-year program again expressvpn.com forward slash pbd vpn sign up for a 12-month program you will get three months free i use their products on my laptop on my pc and my iphone so that's expressvpn nice. Shout out to our sponsors. It's so, got a good ring to it. Yeah. PBD, VPN, PBD, VPN, VPN, PBD. But you know what it ring. is? What I like about them is the actual product. If I use the product, when we did a sponsorship with uh, uh, Fiverr a few years ago, and they came and we went back and forth, I said, listen, I use your product. Right? I have no problem doing this. So mm -hmm. it's easier when you're doing a sponsor with somebody that you actually use their product rather than trying to add a script to it. I use ExpressVPN. It's easier to market their products. Okay. So Shopify and Walmart. How about we talk about Shopify and Walmart? Sure. Okay. Shopify, you were talking about it yesterday. Massive. Massive what Shopify is doing. And Shopify decides to team up with Walmart. And their stock climbed to an all-time high after they launched a partnership with Walmart. It's new membership. 
See how the e-commerce company builds tools to help retailers while working with e-commerce giants. Black's team specifically focuses on building products that support brick and mortar, support brick and mortars retailers with often complicated omni-channel sales process so they can continue to grow and compete with retail giants. That being said, Shopify partnered Walmart in June to bring 1,200 small and medium-sized Shopify merchants onto Walmart marketplace. The new partnership will enable Shopify merchants to apply to sell their products directly on Walmart's website, hence competing against Amazon, reaching the site 120 million monthly customers. Can you imagine 120 million people monthly visit walmart.com? This will help smaller merchants get more exposure, but it's certainly a benefit to Walmart as well. The partnership recently helped push Shopify stock to an all-time high after Walmart announced Walmart Plus, its new membership service. Thoughts on this partnership between Shopify and Walmart? Um, way above my pay grade, but I will say this. The market's usually really smart about these kinds of things. So the market obviously thinks this is great for Shopify, and that was reflected in their stock going up as a result of this. Walmart's obviously a huge partner. They've got their reputation as being a tough partner. I mean, they bust the balls. For years. For years. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, you, you, you decide to get in bed with Walmart, you, you're selling your soul to, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna decide how much money you get to make and all that stuff. But Shopify is here to stay. I mean, Shopify is the real deal. Uh, at least I, I don't sell merchandise online, so I'm not a customer of it. But everybody that uses it tells they're me They're very easy to deal with, by the way. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. And so the market's, the market's usually pretty smart about these kinds of things. They've evaluated it. All the analysts have looked at it. And people don't just buy and discriminate. The market is usually right. So I'm going to say this is probably good for Shopify. Adam, at this who, point, who, who wins more here? Does Walmart win one more here, or does Shopify win more here? I think Shopify definitely wins more. More here. than I Walmart. Mean, yeah, does. I mean, okay. I think that just happens. But I think, I mean, at this point, you got Amazon, you got Walmart, you got Amazon, you got Walmart. Clearly, right now, Amazon, at least in the e-commerce space, is winning, and Walmart's just trying to get in the game. I mean, I, I won't say get in the game. Yeah. Try to level up their game in the e-commerce space, and Shopify is obviously set the precedent that they know what the hell they're doing when it comes to e-commerce. And Walmart is, would you agree, lagging behind Amazon when it comes to e-commerce? And they're just, uh, they're adapting. They're, I mean, it's it's Walmart and, uh, versus Amazon. Those are the two big boys in the room. Let's see what well, happens. Well, let me, let me ask you this. How many products does Walmart sell on their site? Why don't you, Kai, why don't you look up how many products Amazon sells on their site? How many products does Walmart sell on their site? I'm doing Walmart. You look up Amazon. I got the Walmart numbers. I don't know if you... Okay, I actually got both of them. Okay, so Walmart.com sells 4.4 million products on their site. Mm -hmm. That's as of 2015, so that's a while back. Out of which most products are not sold at Walmart itself. If you drill down further, as of April 17, Walmart has a total of 23.5 million products on sale. So now they went from 4.7 million in 2015, 4.4 million, to now 23.5 million products on sale while Amazon, you know how many products Amazon sells on their site? It's 12 million? Nobody. Amazon sells 350 million products on their site. What? Yeah, so Amazon only sells 12 million, but then there's the, the marketplace, Affiliates. which is third-party sellers. Yeah, that's gotcha. what they're trying that's to do. That's the majority 350 million that's products ridiculous. versus 23 million. 15 times more products they sell than Amazon, mm -hmm. uh, than is, Walmart. Is that really the measure, though? the number of products, or is it the total sales? Well, no, the way you look at it is distribution, right? So if, if, if Amazon's selling 332 million and 12 million is their own product, what's that? We got them, okay. If Amazon's selling 332 million products, of which 12 million is their own products, that means the other 320 million is you and I deciding to sell a card or we're selling whatever that we want to sell to them. 
That just means the affiliates are playing a big role on Amazon. So Walmart Absolutely. just wanted to bring in F affiliates through Shopify to say, listen, you bring your 20 million sellers and let them sell whatever they want to sell on the Walmart website if we approve them. It's actually not. It's a, a very it's, interesting. It's what Amazon's already doing, and it's working, so why not? Any chance Walmart can catch up and start competing with Amazon and beating Amazon? Is there a chance? Uh Small, but yeah, sure. They're, they're, small. Pretty, small? They're, they're pretty. I mean, Walmart's still a bigger company. I Massive. Think. They have just, more distribution. They're a giant company. Yeah. So yeah, is it possible? Yeah, I mean, they do have a lot of legacy uh, thinking that they've had to overcome. They tried to get into online early, failed. They got to try to get in again yeah. early, failed. Yeah. Then they bought Jet, and the Jet does okay. Have you bought anything on Jet? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, yeah. it's interesting. It's not Amazon, but I sometimes buy things on Jet if Amazon doesn't have what I want. And so this is the where the, this is where the world is going, and Amazon's already figured it out. So Walmart's late to the party, but I mean Walmart's nothing. You you can't let, you can't doubt what Walmart's going to be able to do. Whether they'll catch Amazon, I don't know. I think they're both going to be big players for a long employees. time. Two and a half million employees worldwide. By the way, have you ever bought anything on Walmart.com? Yes, many times. Kai says no. He's the important one. He's twenty two. You have many times. Absolutely. Have you ever bought? Did you, did you just call Byron not important? No, no. What I'm <laughs> saying is they want that customer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is what I'm saying. Who, who uh, have you ever bought? I buy on Amazon all the time. I've never bought on Walmart. Have you ever bought anything on Walmart? You uh, have. Yes. How much money have you spent on Walmart versus how much money you've spent on Amazon? Uh, it's not even close. I've spent more on Amazon, so probably like ninety percent Amazon and ten percent. Ten percent Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. You've never. hundred percent. Eric, Amazon. how old are you? I'm twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Four zero twenty two, and I have never bought anything on Walmart. But Jennifer out. has bought on Walmart, God knows, many many times. Hmm. But we well, we shop I buy on, on Amazon. I buy on Walmart about every once day. every month or two. Yeah. What do you Amazon, buy on Walmart that you can't get on Amazon? Sometimes you just can't find it on Amazon. Believe it or not. Like what? I've never well, not I found something on Some Amazon. Sort of, who knows? You're buying guns. No, you don't buy guns on Walmart. <laughs> Um, maybe some guns, gun cleaning solution, possibly. Okay. Um, seriously, I probably buy something. I mean, I, when I see, when I go into Walmart, I almost forget my password or whatever, but I do buy things probably five to six times a year on walmart.com, and I probably buy things, you know, five times a week on Amazon between my so wife and I. So 80% Amazon? No, it's probably 95 to 95? It's mostly okay. Amazon. Yeah. Oh, so, so you are 95% Amazon. Amazon. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah, I, but it's not yeah, like, it's not, it. I mean, I've this been buying on Walmart for a yeah, long that's time. That's exactly. So, but, yeah. but even the, even even him, 95% on Amazon, 5% on Walmart? I yeah. Mean, you, Amazon's you get, your go-to. If they have it, yeah. you click the button, you're yeah. done. You know, it's by, the, by the way, if you're watching this, I'm curious. If you're watching this, how many of you have bought things on Walmart? Can you put your split... On what percentage is Amazon versus Walmart? I'm curious. Do you well, ever go to Walmart.com and shop on Walmart? I, have they ever? Is that something they've marketed? Like I never see like I've never seen them come out but and I just you, say we're competing with Amazon. Come shop online at Walmart.com. Like I, Walmart? download the Walmart app. Well, we're just as good as Amazon. I, I've never heard them say that. Obviously. I remember the last. I think I bought some room dividers. You know, they just happened to have what I wanted. They just mm. these these those things that fold yeah, out. And, yeah. You know, and they had what I wanted. The price was right. And um, they changed their policy. When Amazon came out with Prime and everything was free two-day, uh, Walmart was behind on that. And then Walmart kind of caught up and says, okay, we'll do free two-day or whatever. So, so is, is this the thing that makes Walmart compete with Amazon online? Is this move I, with I Shopify? Think, I, I think what it does is it expands the SKUs so that if you go to Amazon, if you go to Walmart, you'll find whatever you want. The odds of finding what you want on Amazon are almost 98%. If, you, mm -hmm. if, if it's for sale somewhere, Amazon's probably got it. Walmart maybe wasn't there if they had one-tenth the number of SKUs. When they have all the SKUs, 
by virtue of letting small merchants sell products that they may not have on their normal menu, it makes it easier and it, it's going to bring more people to Walmart. It's going to help Walmart. It's going to help Shopify. To help them both. 120 million a month monthly visitors is no joke. By the way, uh, uh, shout out to Byron Udell from Evelyn Lachengo. Byron Udell, you're the man. I want you back. Okay, so that's some, some, bye bye. If the rest of you guys feel the same way as Evelyn does, <laughs> press the thumbs up button. It helps with the algorithms and click on the subscribe button and notification if you're loving Byron Udell as our guest today. By the way, surprisingly so. A lot of people actually do shop at Walmart.com. I'm not surprised. I'm, I see 80-20, 80-20, 100% Amazon. I never go on Walmart. The uh, question 50, was unclear, 50, Pat. 30% qu- Walmart, 70% Amazon, Mike Wright. So the question was how much of your merchandise do you get on Walmart or how many of you actually have any, bought anything on Walmart? The question was No, my, my question is how much of online shopping do you do on Walmart okay. versus Amazon? Okay, that's online a good, that's, shopping. That's a better question. Purely online. Now, because I, I go to Walmart and I buy a lot of stuff at Walmart, but I go to the store. But online shopping, I don't mm. do Walmart. I've never bought anything on Walmart. But I have mm. a lot of money on Amazon.com. So yeah. even here, you're saying 60-40 split? Are you kidding me? 60-40 split is a big number. 70% Amazon, 30 Walmart, 2% Walmart, 5% Walmart. Look, I mean, if these are the numbers that we're looking at, that means... Uh, 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 Byron, you deal full-time fixture. Byron, Byron, yes. Byron, yes. Byron, they love you, Byron. So this is good. <laughs> oh, someone said, ask, where can I buy Adam's shirt? That'll be coming soon, guys. Yes. Um, Adam will have, a, shirt. will have a, a launch about a new uh, a store that uh, Adam's spearheading. We're excited to launch at your store. Question, Go ahead, Adam. Question for you. Yeah. You have a lot of books. Yes. A lot of books. Yes. What percentage of your books do you get on Amazon? I, I would say 99% in the last... Five years. I'm, I'm the same yeah, place, yeah. Same, same way. It's but, just too easy. I mean, I don't yeah. even care about the problem. Whether Seriously. a book is $16 or $22, I mean, if I want the book, I want it tomorrow. But here's, here's what I Books come fast. If I go to Barnes & Noble mm-hmm. and I know I'm overpaying, I don't care I'm willing to pay for it. I go to Barnes & Noble, to me, it's a form of supporting a local business than I do about trying to... Are they still around? They are still around. Yeah, I have a Barnes and Noble. I go every time I ask them, how are you guys doing? We're doing there's good. We're doing good. Like, okay, is you take your kids there. I take them and there. it's like a field trip. Well, it's pretty much books, every Sunday. The... They go, they play around, we buy books. The yeah. other, like the other day, I bought, uh, how many books did I buy the other day? I took books of 90 books, 100 books. I bought like 90, 100 books. I came out and I said, great, great. So I don't mind contributing to Barnes and Noble. I know Bar- I know Amazon's making a shitload of money. I just want to make sure Barnes yeah. and Noble sticks around. <laughs> You well, know, well, we used to go to the bookstore yeah. many, many times a year. We had a Barnes and yeah. Noble, we had a Borders, and I love going to bookstores. I love browsing around. I love, you know, just there's something see, about it. There is something about it, something but I haven't been it. in a Barnes and Noble, which is actually there was one fairly close to my house, probably 15 minutes from my house in Deerfield. I don't go think visit. I've been go in the visit. Barnes and Noble for years and years and years. I mean, you can browse around on, you can just browse around online. Okay. It's so easy. So let's do let's do a, a, a let's do a forecasting. So next week, Tuesday, who wins? Give us not who you want to win. Who wins next week? Man, I think it's a pick 'em. I think it's 50-50. You think it's 50-50? Yeah. Wow, Adam likes you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it may be fifty maybe fifty one forty nine in favor of Trump, probably you know. Fifty one forty nine. I do think that that Trump voters in terms of polling are even more shy to express their than, than th- their, their intention to yeah. vote for Trump than they were four years ago. I mean, four years ago, if you were going to vote for Trump, okay, whatever, you were you were chastised by certain... But now, oh my God, you're like a pariah, and oh, there's a ton of people that are just afraid to say they're going to vote for Trump, but they're going to vote for Trump. So the polls in these last two elections have been... 
really, really, it's a horrible business. I mean, it's like being a weatherman. You know, you're, you're oh, wrong. We didn't even get into the numbers of how much money was invested into the, oh, we got to do it on the next one on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So, so has anything changed with you? Yes, I have or? an updated prediction. Well, um, <laughs> the. Uh, Meaning, does Amy, does, does Amy change the game yeah, do you on think who that you changes vote for? The game? Does that help Trump or hurt Trump? It helps Trump with his base by in yeah. a huge way. Yeah. He got it done. He pushed it through. Number one, I, I actually disagree with my friend Byron here. I think if you support Trump, you're loud and proud at this point. You're not holding anything oh, back. Oh, God, no. I think in 2016, no. you were kind of like uh, the silent majority. I think at this point, I haven't met one person that is not, if they believe in Trump, they just, I'm a MAGA guy. I'm Trump, Trump, Trump 2020. We see it in the comments like crazy. I don't think anybody's shy about that. I don't know. I've been saying 50 50. I've been saying 50 50. I've been saying 50 50. You're still 50 50. For uh, forever. I am now 51. 49 Biden. Oh my gosh. So we got a 5149 here. Yeah. We got a 5149 here. Yeah. Biden, Trump. Okay, Are you yeah. still at 85%? I'm same place. Wow. Buddy. I am at the same place. I'm not even moving an inch. <laughs> Trump. I'm not even moving an inch. So so if you believe that Trump has an 85% chance of winning, you know you could make a ton of money in Vegas if you're right. You should put the bet down. No, I'm I'm He's I'm at plus that 160. Position. He's plus 160. So yeah. you bet hundred grand, you make 160 grand, yeah. and yes. you get your hundred backs. Yes, yeah, so it's not a bad deal. I may just do it. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I would Could have made even more last time. I mean, it was probably Trump a five to one point. underdog last time. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But last time was a real risky one. Today, and it's all because of Biden. It's all yeah, because it of Biden. Risky, Michelle but Obama was running. If somebody else was running, different story. This guy's still thinking he's running against George Bush. Yesterday he was saying. That he was <laughs> I mean, he he thinks he's going. That's when you know you've been around politics for a long listen, time. We're like, listen, yeah, my opponent, what? George, George, uh, George Trump. It's like the guy's name is Donald Trump, buddy. Anyway, George, we have come to our time of two hours. I got a pod, I got a, uh, another meeting. I got to jump on, and you got to get a fly back to Chicago, brother. Really enjoyed it with you, man. Thanks this was a great me. podcast. Thank Gang, you, if you're Thank on, you enjoyed it. Thumbs up represents you love Byron. You want him back and click on the subscribe button <laughs> and the notification button. And we'll do it again. I think we're scheduled right now for Thursday. If anything changes, we're back at it again this Thursday, 8 o'clock. And, and next, next Tuesday, Tuesday, next Tuesday, we're doing the marathon, which means we're going to start at bum, 7, 8 o'clock. And we may go to 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. So brace yourself. Bring your drinks, bring your alcohol, bring your friends, hide your kids. We're going to have a party together next Tuesday. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs>